And we are coming coming down down in in three, two, two, one. Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen. Washable. Nope. Matt King Souls. The Mask Chris Massey. And the Rat of a Red Baron. Welcome to episode question mark of Getting Closer Drunk. What are we, 164? Live on the PPRN Radio Network and Spreaker. That's right, episode one. Um, we're actually coming up on, I believe, our three-year anniversary. Hmm? Like uh, within the next couple weeks, I think that makes sense because fifty-two times three is a hundred and I think the seventeenth. Nope. <laughs> yeah, hundred fifty-six. We should be past our three-year anniversary. Well, remember, um, we take weeks off. Well, no, no. Uh, not even that. Remember, no, no. early on, um. Before we were live, and even on PPRN, we would post a couple shows a week when we were doing like the quick half hour shows, and the, we would record like days. four of them. The quick yeah. hits. We had it on the whiteboard, and we had a lot more drinking. During those no days. shirts. Well, you didn't go. Yeah, I changed my motto. What is it now? When in Rome, baby. Whatever when in Rome. Whatever when in Rome. Starting lineups. Anybody who wants to introduce it? I think you should. Yeah. Right. From El Sagundo Brewing Company, out of I didn't look that part up. Out of uh, probably Austin, Texas. No, I think it's in California. El Sagundo's in California. Uh, but not a bad uh, guess, Carl. Virginia Beach, Virginia. <laughs> out of Virginia Beach, Virginia, El Sagundo Brewing Company, Steve Austin's Broken Skull IPA. I really thought Kendall was going to have the theme song queued up, uh, and he dropped the ball. That's all he ever does is drop the ball, because he's a motherfucking piece of shit, yeah? You dropped the ball, right? You dropped the box, and my fucking piece of shit, more, yeah? more fun to make the, the theme song by ourselves, Because he's a motherfucking piece of shit, yeah? No, that's for just, us. you just didn't do it. Nah, because he's a motherfucking piece of shit, yeah? You know, why don't you get on yeah? your own, you know, hey, yo, stoop there, guy? Yo, Kendall. Okay. You're a motherfucking piece of shit, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. Toast, toast of excellence. Uh, yeah. Mark? Uh, mine is to Dwayne The Rock Johnson for <laughs> saving the XFL. Bought it for $15 million. With a couple other people. Yeah, uh, the group led up by him, but That's I mean... chump change to him. I was say, I'm sure he was just like, yeah, guys, I got it. <laughs> um, following along the suit with that, uh, toast of excellence to Patrick Mahomes for becoming a part owner of the Royals. God, just suck his dick already, Mass. <laughs> You could, I mean, I don't think anyone looked at you different. Yeah. I would. My toast of excellence is to Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> for being Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Perfect. Boo. Yeah. Kendall. I didn't um, Actually, I did. I got nothing good. All right. My toast of excellence is to the NBA restart. Boo. Hey, it's something. Powell. Yours should be the NHL restart. 
Okay, mine is to the NHL restart. Right. Mine's to Joe Kelly for just being fucking awesome. God. That was so fucking funny. It it was funny, but uh, <laughs> he's just the weirdest guy to have, like, to be the one to do it. Yeah, but did you see the person that photoshopped the picture? Of what? Him with his three kids, and they took. Oh they put, yeah, yeah. They put um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, the faces of the Astros on him. Oh, so yeah. funny. It was just so funny, like the whole doing the crybaby face. Oh, please, uh, I'm I'm on board. It was hilarious, but it was like so as soon funny. as it happened, everyone was like, "Why is Joe Kelly mad?" Like. <laughs> He wasn't on the Dodgers, and he was on the Red Sox team that got caught. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> but it was very funny. Still funny. So funny. Was the eight-game ban excessive? Depends who you ask. Kyle's dad thinks he should have been suspended for the year. Because <laughs> he threw it at a guy's head. Yeah, it, it's I one mean, of here's the, here's the deal. I, I'll, I'll, if he wanted to hit him in the head, he, he would have. It, it's just... You don't you don't want to see players like get hit in the head, but um, I mean, really, eight games as a pitcher, you miss. Well, two st- for a reliever, it's a lot. Oh, that's true. He's not a starter anymore. Yeah, he was a bad start. Yeah, I forgot. So as a real, yeah. So I mean, as Here's a reliever, it is a lot. But 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 eight games as a pitcher doesn't it doesn't mean as much as from eight games as a hitter. No, but but it is different when you're a reliever. I mean, that could be five appearances. He's in the yeah. back end of that bullpen, so they actually do need him. Can I uh, can I give a follow up toast of excellence? Is it to the Cardinals being assholes? No, but they are assholes. Way to go, guys! Um, there, I remembered reading a Reddit post. Uh, you read it on Reddit? Yes. Last week, uh, a guy did a deep dive into LeBron's stats and found out that Taco Tuesday ruins his games uh, throughout the week. After Taco Tuesdays, hmm. he compiled data, and it's this really fucking long thing. It's just like a fuck ton of data just showing. Can I tell you? This is like the third time you presented one of these to us. I hate that people do things like that. Because it's the it's, greatest but thing. But it's just like, what are you doing with your day? <laughs> well, it's, it's somebody who that gets paid to have a Reddit... Have <laughs> yeah. A Reddit... Uh, what the fuck's it called? It's the same subreddit. Guy, it's, the same it's the same thing as like... What the, who the how do you have enough time how, like those people how do you have enough time to recreate an entire the entire NBA 2K roster from the 1994 season <laughs> well he got paid $40,000 to do it that's how <laughs> but this is the same guy that found Mark, out. if I paid you $150,000 cuz would you count every grain of rice in a 1 pound bag yeah 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 so there you go <laughs> i don't know if i could do it um the this is the same guy that did the analysis on James Harden and the strip clubs in the city he's, cities he plays in. Dosen, cracking. Yeah, I saw him. All right, Kendall, throw it to me. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, tastes like an IPA. <laughs> and I lied; these you can buy these at Total Wine. Really. And more? No. Hey, calm down, problem. <laughs> Anybody else think that Kendall shouldn't be part of the show anymore? Aww. We could get any monkey. Really, to Kyle? <laughs> what? God, you, you I bought you the pickleback. Bottle of Jameson, and you just vote him off yeah, the show. Unbelievable. <laughs> really, without even like. Well, I a told debate. him he was a cheap rat. If he was going to bring like. No, graves. no, no. What? <laughs> There's graves here, actually. Is um, there? There is. Massey, calm down. Why? <laughs> it's the graves that. Mass brought that one time and somehow riot juice and found its way up into Pete's bar. So it's somewhere not in your in, house. No, no, it's not here. Not in my house. Why? I, I can't find it. 
just found a pint of graves in the woods. Yeah, you said that picture. There was a lot left in it. Oh, really? There's yeah. a reason why nobody drank it. No. I left it there so that if you ever come play disc golf with us, you can find it. Oh. <laughs> so, uh... I'll just freak look, me. Just looking in the woods. <laughs> hey, what are you looking for, bud? I remember what uh, hole it was. It was the hole... It was the, whatever but, hole it was right after we're 18 and that one matched back up back to back. But six. it was just like, just like, hey, you looking for a disc? No, someone else has half-drank graves. <laughs> my, my buddy sent me a picture. in the sun for who knows how long. Uh, my favorite part of baseball just happened. I'm watching the White Sox game while we're doing the show. I love when a when a batter fouls off a ball and it just squeaks right through the crack between the catcher and the batter and nails the ump. <laughs> and the ump's just like it, the ump has like the WWE referee reaction, like. Oh! Did you see Joe West get hit in the ear with the bat? Yeah, he got fucked up. <laughs> it's funny because he kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's so we got two things to do out that are not sports related. One's drinking related, and one's not that fun. But we're going to do it on the air anyway. Cool. So the first thing is, it's the beginning of the month, and uh, whatever that welfare song is, it's the first of the month. <laughs> um, so uh, re-up on the private stocks. <laughs> so it's like uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no, isn't there a song? Yeah, it's, uh, it's bon- an Eddie Murphy bit. Well, Bone Thugs and Harmony have a song called First of the Month, and yeah. it's it's riffed on, I think Eddie Murphy does a... Uh, I, was gonna, cause I think that he did a bit with that in uh, one of his stand-ups. Either which one? Or- you got to name it. Is it a raw or delirious? No, you got to pick which one. I don't know. If you don't pick, then Massey gets to gobble your goo. Wake up, wake up. It sounds like it's just you good say for that him. Like it's a privilege. It is. It is. Did you say wake up? Wake up. <laughs> wake up. No, he said wake up. Kind of was wake a member. So, so we're gonna do a uh, <laughs> a, a, a nip draft here, if you will, for the private stock. There's six nips, which this isn't gonna fill the private stock bottles, but I figured. We'll, we'll see how we do with this with these ones. So everybody bought six. I'm not going to s- sit here and list all of them because there's only like two repeats. But I sent everyone a picture. So we're going to do a draft. It's going to go snake order and you get to pick your nips. So uh, randomize. Do it. All right, Soul, you're up first. Uh, I see a Jägermeister. Yep. You can put that in there. All right, Soul wants, Soul wants a Jäger. Alright, I'm up next. Uh, I'm going to go with this Dr. McGillicuddy's Lemon Drop. We should play this every time we do this. Uh, Mock, you're up. Uh, UV Blue, please. Mock's going the pitch route. Uh, it's more nostalgia. Mass? <laughs> uh, there is uh, the vodka kilo there. I'm going to take that. Okay, and... Uh, um, are we doing snake? Yeah, we're doing snake. Kendall, if you don't go back to back, so go hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get that beef eater pink off the table. <laughs> All right, and then you got another pick. Um, let's go with the. Do the Doctor McGillicuddy's go already? Yeah. Damn. Um, then I'm gonna go with the. Uh, Hmm, so many options. <laughs> this guy would do this. I know. Just pick one, you dick. All right, guy, relax. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with uh, the New Amsterdam grapefruit. Ugh. Mass? Smirnoff, red, white, and berry. Serpent's bite, please. Hold on, hold on. Don't go that far. Oh, I'm sorry. Mass, what would you pick? Uh, red, white, and berry. Okay. Serpent's bite, please. Okay. You, Paul. 
Taking the maker's mark. Damn. Kyle, back Take, to backs. Taking the Jim Beam Peach. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of them behind it, so I can't see. No, well, there's a second picture, Kyle. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there we go. Give me uh, the doers. <sighs> Thought it was coming back to you? Yeah, I was sitting on that one. <laughs> Paul? Right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Deep Eddie Orange. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, can I have the Contessa? Yeah. Mass? I'll take uh, the 99 Coconuts. What? <laughs> <laughs> Waste pick. <laughs> you could have gotten that in the last round. Gundle? Uh Did the zero sugar infusion go? No. You bitch. <laughs> and another pick? Um, I'll take one of the Socos. The regular or the 100 proof? There's two 100 proofs? Yeah. I'll take one of the 100 proofs. Okay. Mass? Smirnoff Green Apple. Okay. Mock? What what was it that Kendall just took? Oh, so the zero on. sugar. I see. Oh it. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll do the. Uh, hmm. Huh. I'll take the uh, peanut butter whiskey. Oof. <laughs> yeah, enjoy those farts. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take a Soco hundred. Last two. The green with the uh, skull and the cowboy hat gone? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. That's a sombrero, by the way. (laughs) 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 See, even he can't tell the difference. God, don't look now, but the maple bacon one is still there. (laughs) Yeah, go with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. All these ones I thought I could sit on. Damn. I think you got one more, Kyle. Yeah. You're back to back. The 99 Long Island Ice Tea still there. Yep. Oh, that, so is this cinnamon schnapp. What's that Eddie one? Is that one gone? Yeah, it's gone. Kyle, you could take the uh, Pina Colada. No, thank you. All right. <laughs> so there's a SoCo, there's a regular Southern Comfort left. I'll take that one. Okay. So it's back to me. Right? Yes. Yeah. So, what's left? The schnapps is left. Right? Yep. The Long Island iced tea is left. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take the Smirnoff root beer. Uh, I, I, is the pink Whitney gone? No. I'll take that. Okay. You bitch. Hey, Mass? Uh, you Russell Wilson that one. Mass? I'm looking now. He was taken in the third round. Every team passed on him. Um, Got him. Shake that face. You should take Burnett's pink lemonade. Yeah. And then crap your pants. (laughs) Been there, done that. Uh, Is that New Amsterdam one over there just plain vodka? Yeah, 100 proof vodka. Yeah, I'll take that. Good. Kendall, last two picks. Um... I guess I'll take the pink lemonade. 
Don't sound so defeated. Uh, that means I doubled up on pink. Um, that was, was, it, was it the Seagrams? Is that the last thing? The what? The Seagram Seagram? 7? Is that the last one left? No, everyone still has another one to pick. Oh. Well, I'm still taking the Seagrams. Okay. So the Seagrams Dark Honey? Yeah. Should have saved that for Mass. <laughs> oh, you're right. Damn. Mass, want to trade? Oh, you want a Danny Amendola yeah. that one? Alright, so Mass, it looks like what's left here. We've got cinnamon schnapps, Smirnoff espresso, the kinky pina colada, and the 99 Long Island iced tea, I think, are the ones that are left. I don't think the pina colada is going to be good for as long as it's going to be around. Well, it's just vodka. Is it just vodka? Yeah, it's a. It's a it's I don't like believe a, it's a creme. No, it's not a creme. Are you sure? Yeah, it's kinky liqueur. Okay, then I'll take that. Haha, <laughs> it's Bailey's. <laughs> I almost got a strawberry Bailey's, and so I'm not going to be mean to whoever that is. Uh, Paul, can you tell me what's left? Uh, Smirnoff espresso, s- uh, cinnamon schnapps, and Long Island iced tea. I'll take the cinnamon schnapp. So, yeah. Yeah. 151 proof cinnamon schnapps. <laughs> oh, no. I'm taking the Long Island iced tea. <laughs> that was funny, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Kyle, you're finishing off with the Smirnoff espresso. That boy loves coffee. <laughs> Hopefully the licorice takes over. Any, we, it will. Can we rinse these bottles out first? No. It's part of the experience. Uh, anybody care to make a trade at all? I, I want Mass to end up with that honey. I want you to go fuck yourself. Well, that's not very nice. All I'll right, trade you that three team vodka. deal. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah. Uh, I'll trade you the, the, the Smirnoff root beer for the maple bacon. Good. I didn't accept yet. You just shook your head. I was, was thinking. thinking. Just... With your head like this? I was like... No, you weren't like that. You went like Whatever, this. I accept. You don't have to. I see you shook your head. No, I accept. Don't you be bullied into it. All right. I accept. <laughs> you should ask for two nips in exchange for that one. <laughs> who, wants my, who wants my last one for their first choice? Does anybody want to trade for Smirnoff Espresso? No. Kendall, you want to make an extra five bucks? Mmm... <laughs> No. Don't lie to me. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do want the money. <laughs> Kendall, just trade him the honey. It's true. I, I'll trade you the honey. Okay. But you have to somehow get Mass to drink it. You got to work it into his. Okay. It's part of the deal. Massey, you want Kyle, the honey? Just listen. I'm not going to do that. So Listen. Give him the honey. Hey. <sighs> Massey, I trade you my honey for your fifth round pick this year in the draft. No. Uh, I tried. Kind of the Rams like, would make that Kendall, trade. I'd like, to, I'd, like to, I'd like to swap now the maple bacon for the dark honey. All right. <laughs> you know, this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Any other trades? No. Do I have coconut or no? No. Okay. Good. No, I have the coconut. Good. All right. Take that. They're locked Shut in. Up your ass. Can we fill up our own? No. Right. No. No. You guys can talk about other things while I do this filling the, the up The filling is done by the Arbiter. Kind of what do you got for me? Well, I was... Uh, bag over? Rebecca, can you hand me that brown bag that's on the ground over here? Somewhere? I was curious your guys' thought on oh, the Yoannis uh, oh. Cespedes uh, oh. happening. Can't, just can I be honest in the middle of the game? Can I, you want to know what I honestly thought was going to happen? What? I thought they were going to find him dead in his hotel room. Well, that's... Part of I the really thing. did. That, that's I really did. Why they're you know those camps, including myself, are upset because it's like to go in, entirely off the radar and, and not you know say anything and not you know have you know your own. I, your own manager. I really thought they were going to find him in his hotel room because I, I read it and I was like, oh no. Well, now you know not to sign him next year. Well, you know. Oh, it, they will. 
It, the, the whole thing, the whole Cespedes thing has been a sour deal. Just in general, you know. All the, but all did the he money ever come up with a reason why he left? He hasn't even said that. He never said that he left. He told his agent, and his agent told, like, he hasn't said a word. Yeah. And here's the thing. If, if there's COVID concerns, fine. I have no problem with players not playing. That does not bother me. But to go out and, and, and do that and, like, you know, you know your, your teammates, you're freaking out your teammates. I was listening to a, a Mets interview. I can't remember. It was Bob Pop and somebody else. And someone, the, the teammate was in a similar situation. They were at a game in, I don't know, like Florida or something, and one of the players that didn't show up. Like, well, what's wrong? Turned out the guy was he got drugged in his in his room. Had had people over. Somebody drugged him. They didn't find him. The guy would have been dead. Yeah, it's I, I when I first read, you know, like they can't make contact. I was like, oh boy, here it comes. And he just pieced out. I yeah. mean, it is what it is. Um, it's all paycheck to him now. He had no. He hadn't. I don't think he had really any any of his intentions on playing. Ever. Well, you know, and it's kind of it's it's a big middle finger too, because it's like, you know, all all the the money spent in you know in the, the rehab, not I haven't played for two years, and for him to play a week of baseball, a decent week of baseball too, you know, he had a couple home runs, and then it's like, you know what, like you, you get you get a franchise kind of excited, and just, it's a big middle finger. So it's just another like player that the Mets have had now that I just you know haven't had. Leaves a sour, uh, sour taste, as they say. So that those are my feelings on it. But. They'll sign him next year. <laughs> yeah. Or they'll sign him in five years. <laughs> when he's even older. Yep. Hey, I just want to make this right with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Then, you know, we give the guy pretty much new feet so he can go run and play with his pigs on his farm. <laughs> so that's how he hurt his foot. Yeah, I know. Thanks, yo. And, uh, it's just stupid. And then uh, Edwin Diaz has been great. Has he? Yeah, he really has. It really have been worth it. Oh, I've taken your being sarcastic. Yes, very much so. <laughs> has he been bad this year already? Yep. Yep, he's been bad. I'm not going to lie. Like When the Phillies didn't play for that last week, I was pretty upset. But I didn't watch anything. <laughs> well, you watch other baseball. No, I, did. I normally do. It's just I was stuck. He pouted. Well, it makes it tough. Now they're the Phillies and uh, I can't think of the other teams. Now. Marlins. Marlins are faced with more double headers now coming up. It just puts more strain on your, your players, your, your your bullpen. Well, they're doing seven inning games. I know, but still. Little League, baby. Yeah. Should give them a pitch limit. Yeah. Well, they know. pretty much do. I think, uh, you think at some point we input a mercy rule this year? No. I don't know. We already went to seven inning games. Well, they did that for like to protect pitchers. No, to like that. That's why they did the it. Games in, but th- that was the big force was to protect pitchers. So you have, uh, you know, it makes it easier on pitching because there's going to be a lot of double headers. You know, there's there's games kind of where you see double headers now, where you know the utility guy comes in to throw an inning, and it's it's well, normally it doesn't happen until it's like thirteen nothing. But, it, I mean, we see it in doubleheaders a lot. You know, if the first game If the is, first game is closed, then that game's usually a blowout. Because the utility guy came in to pitch. <laughs> <laughs> when he got Pablo Sandoval out there throwing... <laughs> it's just... It is what it is. I mean, do you, do you guys kind of put any... 
damper. I mean, Kyle were talking about this. Like, any damper on who wins the World Series this year? I think it's tougher. Because, like, you have to start off hot. And, like, you can't have that bad week of baseball. Can't. But the other side of it is, is, say, say we get towards the end. And, because how many teams make a playoff? Is it eight this year? Yeah. Ten? So, whatever. Say it's eight. If that, you know... Sixth seed team say goes down with COVID, and a team gets in that shouldn't have gotten in, and then you know makes a run and say if they end up, you know, then it, it, I mean, do you look at it differently? Um, I I sort of do because I think for me, I was expecting this whole thing to go a little bit cleaner than it has been. I thought they well, if the players would stop being assholes. Well, right. I just, I thought things were kind of more figured out than I guess. We'll and figure it out then. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Maybe I and I don't know how well that well, the, the bubble is working. It, it I seems think the to bubbles be working. are working pretty good. It seems well. It seems definitely to be working better than than that of what baseball has in place. Well, cause, because uh, actually today Kyle Quinn cannot play because he missed his test. So whoever doesn't take the test that day cannot play in that game. So they have it like they have a good system down there. Yeah, it seems like it. And you know we always talk about this because we it's kind of our business to, to think about hindsight and how things could have been should have been. Uh, I wonder if there was a, a scenario in place that you know baseball could have played in you know these like like, like a complex. They and, you proposed know, it. They didn't want to play in 110 degree weather and be cooped up in a hotel. Yeah, which I, it's understandable, but it's like if you're if you want to get a season done and you're hell bent on it. Then it's like you gotta follow the rules. They they were pretty much trying really hard to not play at all. It, I was getting that that vibe. The more they went back and forth, they they honestly should have just canceled the season because I I don't think the the players are as invested. Um, you know, and we you know I personally may not look at the World Series differently. I but. It's always going to be that top. No matter who wins this year, it'll always be discussed that yeah, it was a won. shortened season. Yeah. It was. It's just. It'll never be. They were the best team. Yeah. It's going to be the yeah, but there was know. a mistake made. I accidentally gave uh, mock the Smirnoff red, white, and berry. So I just gave, which was Massey. So I just gave Massey the the spiced rum. Disappointing because I was really hoping the red, white, and berry would mull out most of the flavor. It, it wouldn't have because it doesn't taste like anything. All right. So we got that 100 proof vodka going for your mess. That'll be. It's not that bad, though. I wish you replaced the one that uh, you did by accident with the honey one. <laughs> but so far, Oops. you know, there's a lot of. So far, if we're going to talk baseball, like, there are some highs and some. Like, there are some good things coming out of it. Like, Aaron Judge has hit five home runs. Yeah, he, he's been on. He's five. doing good. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Shane Bieber is. Holy shit. Justin's brother. <laughs> Alright, you can take a private stock shot for that one. He, uh, he had 27 strikeouts in two games. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he is firing. But the Indians are good for that. They, they, they know how to bring up pitchers. They just don't know how to keep them. Souls, did you look at the power rankings for, for baseball? No. Of, I mean, it, it's pretty much kind of what we'd expect. Uh, yeah. That the Dodgers won. Or no, Houston, the Yankees are one. Uh... Yankees are one. 
Dodgers are too. See that that to me is going to be a bummer too because like this year, like a lot of the you know the the big expectation was like you know is it going to be the Yankees Dodgers bless you, bless you. Uh, Yankees Dodgers worlds and and you know especially in sports like things don't always like fall into place or or even have the opportunity to fall into place. So it just it sucks that you know something like this kind of took that away. You know, it's to sit here for an hour and peel the wax off his neck. <laughs> think think of this too. I mean, outside of baseball, you want to go with this wax trip uh, Yes, please. I'd, I'd also like the rest of the wax. Um, you know, outside of baseball, you, we we've talked about um, you know waiting for. Brady to leave the Patriots to see what the team is and and so on. And now we'll almost never know because of, you know, players have opted out. So now their defense has taken hits because some of their big name guys have opted out. So if the Patriots are bad, it, they'll always be the, well, you know, three of their Pro Bowl defenders opted out of the season. That's why it. it We've been waiting twenty years to see what was the you know the factor behind New England, and now it's that's gone. Yeah, yeah. I feel very confident in my uh, private stock. I tried to make it old fashioned. <laughs> Lemon vodka, orange vodka, Southern Comfort, hundred proof, Maker's Mark, uh, and then I did the. What did I switch with you? Oh, and I put a dash of the honey and some Long Island iced tea. There you go. Uh, round the horn? Well, Massey already drank a, b- a bunch of his because he's an impatient bastard. And he's now he's mouth-fucking this bottle. Going <laughs> just give him the bottle and let him take the wax off. He's been sucking on that wax over there. I was watching that. That is some COVID wax right there. He was sucking on the bottle. No, I was watching him. To so play really, with it. Just really gumming it. Touch it. I'm, I'm all right. I'll, maybe with one of those Clorox wipes. Ooh. Give it a quick... There are no more in there. No, there is. They're just dry. What's also tough about... Someone the, left the lid open. What's also tough about this year... put garbage in there. For baseball. Oh. <laughs> like, some teams benefit more than others. But you have to now... You have to play your young kids. Like, you have to put them on the roster because... Or they're not playing. Yeah. Um, I, was li- I was watching... Um, I forgot what game it was. Astros game. It was an Astros Mariners game. And they they were talking about how the Astros have to bring are pitching these two kids that were in single A ball, and I'm like, and they're like, we love we love them, but they're not ready. And you're gonna get that a lot because you have to play them. You can't just let your top prospect just not be able to play. Like the Angels just called up Joe Adele, who I don't he, he might have played double A last year, but he never made yeah. it farther than that. Like, so, you have to play these yeah. kids. And in for some cases, it's going to work out great. Mm-hmm. You know, in certain cases, like, confidence will be destroyed and, you know, who knows? Like, the Phillies, like, they have probably a terrible bullpen because none of these kids are ready. They're all single-A, double-A kids. What was the number, uh, Kyle? Was it, like, there was, like, 14 Astros who were, who had, like, never played at a major league level? Or am I just making that up? It's it was, like, something 14, like that. 14 players. It, it's, it's mostly in their pitching staff but it's because I, they have to. I'm leaning more toward, and I, and I think we'll see something like this happen. Is if we end up having you know every team again? There's there's what fifty games left. Um, if you end up having to play fifteen double headers, 
They, I think that they should expand the roster size. Kick it up to the 40. I mean, what's it at now? Is it still the normal what's I think it, 25, 26, uh, whatever it, it is? 30. Kick it up to the 40. Do the September call-ups. Fuck it. Like, get get more bodies in there just to have – I mean, I, I know that kind of def, – def, you know, no, doesn't make saying, sense with the corona thing, but – There's there's more player options, you know, to work with. Well, and, you, can, you can have, like, a 40-man roster, and you can bring in 26, 27 guys. You can tell the other people to just stay See the stay green home. cord? But you can keep play, them on the roster. Play with that right? one. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I think that we're going to see them expand these rosters. Um, I I am very nervous for football. I'm very That's nervous. That's the one sport I'm not nervous about. They had plenty of time to figure it out. But, but again, Kyle, it, it, figure what out? I mean, you're, you're talking about a sport similar to, I mean, uh, hockey and basketball, but, you know, these guys are on top of each other. It's not about being on top of each other. It has nothing to do with it. Because hockey and basketball are on top of each other, and they don't have positive tests. The NFL isn't going to do the bubble. How that, can you, That's what I mean. There's that, where, where are you going to play? Where are you going to have a spot where you can play that many games that quick? Can't. The NFL doesn't have the same problems. I, I think so. I think we're going to see a lot of problems in the NFL because similar to, I mean, just like we saw with the Cardinals, I mean, they're telling these guys stay in your hotel and they, they go out to a casino. It's like, it's just, there's, there's no way the, these big name NFL players aren't going to do that. There's no way. I mean, even the, you know, the Odell's, the, um, the Ezekiel Elliott's, they're going to go out and, and, do these stupid things and it's going to end up coming back and getting the league shut down. It's just, yeah, no, I, 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 there's players already kind of speaking out about wanting to, you know, to cancel the season and this and that, you know, the, I, I, all of us are hopeful that they'll play, but I think we'll understand it. You know, understand well, I it. think they're planning to play because they made a what I think to, Wednesday is the opt-out day. Yeah. Oh, they're they're going to be planning to play. I think they're going to try and play. But I think that they're going to run into a lot of problems with people not, you know, staying within the the COVID regulations, and and things are going to go sideways. And it, it's going to be unfortunate. You know, I I look at teams. You know, the the Giants are one of these teams where, you know, we we have a sophomore year quarterback coming in who showed flashes but struggled and this would have been a really big offseason program for him you know the the OTAs in preseason would have been huge for Daniel Jones similar to Ben Roethlisberger yeah coming off the injury but I mean uh, Ben well, they're, they're still doing tr- training camps but but there's no preseason games no I know I know you know yeah. for for an older or an uh, Older, yes, but you know, a veteran quarterback—they don't need the preseason snaps. They they come in, they do their thing, and whatever. Most of them don't even play. But for for young quarter, especially you know the rookie class coming up, but you know the Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray's, these young quarterback, those those reps are very important. You know, to to have live NFL football snaps, and and now you're not going to have that. And I mean, I mean, think about imagine being a Joe Burrow. Your your first NFL snap is going to be in a live game. There's no. Who are they, I, who are they playing? Let's find out. But it's just you know if you're a 
same. I mean, not to come back to the Giants, but you know, their first pick, the Andrew Thomas, his first NFL snap is is against a live Independent defense. They're playing who? The Chargers. So I, it's just that that's a very tough spot to be in. Where if you're this young kid coming up in the league, <laughs> your your first exposure is just a live game. I'm just laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's got to be very difficult, you know. And and then even if you're on the team, you know, say if you're the Bengals and Joe Burrow has a down year or a, a very bad rookie i mean where do you go from there if you end up with the first pick again you know do you do you bail on them or do you give them a patent not a pass but you know do you kind of give them the pass because well you have to especially joe burrow because they gave him a shit ton of money but but i'm just saying like uh, i'm using him as the example but no i know but you know it, it how, where do you put the blame is it that he's not gonna develop or that he wasn't given the chance to develop well, it, it's Teams either in general usually give the quarterback more than a year to figure Ask out. Ask Josh that. Rosen. Well, not, <laughs> but, well, I think that was just an unfortunate Ask Tim Tebow. But like, but, like, Josh Rosen was basically not wanted there to begin with. But but that's – it's just, you know, any, any of these – any of these rookie running backs or anything, it's just not having – these reps and and not being able to have they're a normal to thing. Gonna, this is the new norm, though, because they're going to get rid of the preseason anyway. They've been talking about it for years. Well, they've been talking about lessening the games. There, there hasn't been talks to get rid of it completely. No, no, are they, gonna, are they been, playing uh, NFL games? Network on Sirius? They talk about it all the time. It was always to go down from four games to two. Which even that, so you know, is, just get rid of it. What's the point? What's the point of playing two preseason games? To to get those young guys in. But that's, that's not the point of preseason. Well, the, pre, the point the point of preseason isn't to get the guys in for these these live action snaps. The point of it is because every head coach knows forty five of their fifty three, and the, they're seeing who's making the other eight. That's exactly. the point of preseason. That's what I mean to get the guys in. Joe Burrow's not gonna is. Are you worried about Joe Burrow no. being in that eight? But again, it, you're talking to have a rookie quarterback coming in. The first snap he's going to see is in a live a live NFL game, game against the real defense versus what uh, in a in a. In an offense that has fifty percent of its starters against the defense that's starting all people that probably aren't going to make the team, it's not a valuable start. It, it doesn't. I mean, that's it like is, that, but it's it not. Is. It's it, not. Is. it is because like, Joe Burrow will see the. That's first like taking your defense. top pitching prospect and being like, okay, here you're going to go out and I want you to pitch against this high school team. Well, they've done that a lot. <laughs> but but guys playing preseason NFL is not a high school. Team. They're still professional athletes. That's that's apples and oranges. You're, you can't say that having a young quarter, especially a young quarterback coming in. But they're not all professional athletes. They are. They're, they're not. At that time, they're being paid to play a sport. No, you're not. If you're if you're if you're on the preseason roster, you're and get cut. You didn't earn any money. They did. They you absolutely to, did. They pay you money to be in training. Camp. They have to pay you. Okay. You're you're employed. So, I mean, all I, right. So I guess they're, so they're professional athletes. I guess. I mean. Yeah. Whatever. It doesn't mean anything because we've seen guys. All these guys go out and they have. Terrific preseasons, and then they don't do anything in the NFL. Oh, of course, but and again, vice versa. all these guys. There's very, very, very few cases where someone goes out and the preseason they have replicates the season they have. Preseason's again, just it, a it's, joke. It's a joke. It th- doesn't mean anything. No one's. No one watches it. No one. The people don't. Five, six years ago, we it used to be the consistent thing all the time. It would always be your starter would go in. It would be fucking Mahomes would go out. He would play the first drive in game one. He would play 
maybe two to three drives or the first quarter in game two. He'd play a half to three quarters of game three and then wouldn't play game four. Now they don't even play. They don't even play. Yeah, and you see the effect on it though. Yeah, but because they're not they're not playing good when they start week one. Like like for example, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every time they don't play their guys in preseason, they fucking lay an egg week one. They don't find their stride. You think, until you think week Mahomes three. is going to play more than two quarters of preseason football? It doesn't matter. It's the point of just getting it's out getting there. Getting reps. I'm t- but, it's very important. It's very important to set up that if it's rhythm. Two games. It's fine. You're still getting you know. Uh, a half a game of football in instead so, of just going out there and be like just facing your team like the Bengals have a shit defense so Joe Burrow is obviously going to carve their defense up but the, but, but the, the Bengals defense is not going to be much different than them playing a 25% caliber Denver Broncos preseason defense but you're seeing different things instead of seeing your own defense then, you do, can the read, mix, then do the mixed training camps those I think are more successful than preseason well, a lot of teams don't have the ability to do it. Every team has the ability to do it. I think they don't. They all do it. Yeah. No, well, isn't isn't everyone kind of paired up? I think every team does like a week of. They do training, those, but those, then it's, yeah. Um, but well, so th- th- there's two schools of thought here, and I agree. So or play I, or play opponents you're going to play. Why does it matter if Joe Burrow goes out and sees the Cardinals' defense and what they're doing? Doesn't mean anything. It's to, so stupid. See if he can read a defense. It's a big difference. You're going to read it, so you expect Joe Burrow to be able to read a defense day one? Fully read it? He should be able to read somewhat of a defense, yeah. He was the number one pick in the draft. Okay. He's, so he's, was Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. And look where he panned out. Not but, in the league. But So, what? He couldn't read a defense. So, preseason was the reason he didn't make the league? Was That was the reason he no, wasn't successful? he never looked good, period. But there's some people that need it to see different things. Instead of just seeing your own team. Preseason's a waste. No one watches it. No one in this room watches preseason. No one in this character. No it it knows. doesn't matter if you watch it. They're not putting it on for viewership. It, it's it's a thing for the players. I mean. Yeah, and a lot of players don't like it because they get hurt. They're actively voicing their opinions on not wanting to play preseason games because they don't want to get and hurt. And those players Coaches, usually start off very slow. What facts are there to back up usually? Your opinion? No, I mean, you see coaches a lot of good teams that don't start off hot. And then week four is when they start going on the five, sixteen win streaks. So I think there there is benefit, you know, to go out there and playing in pads. But Paul brought up a good point, which is true. As of the past five, six, seven years, the the players like the the, the quarterbacks, the running backs aren't even going out and in, in, in getting that that rep time. Like it used to be a thing. Like hey, even if you just go and play, you know, a drive. These guys are they're they're they're, gonna, they're just going to sit out. They're not going to even participate in pads. So there's not there's not a, a, a benefit, you know. It's like hey, if you're if you're not going to play, it's like all right, so we got a bunch of players that yeah they're they're playing in pads and they're they're, they're seeing each other, you know, play. Le'Veon Bell didn't play in the preseason. He couldn't catch his feet back up. And the, there are players who struggle from sitting out. Like Bobby I remember Gordon. Michael Michael Strahan year in and year out refused to play in the preseason. Now that's a guy who didn't necessarily struggle, just because I, I don't know if it's the nature of being a pass rusher that it's you know it's just a different you know it's a, it's a different kind of way to play versus being yeah. a quarterback. But you know a, a guy like I'm trying to think of a good example. But, but it's also the fact that like what I didn't see really Michael Strahan. I was kind of too young to see what he did. But we don't. I necessarily don't know if he started off you know getting three sacks a game. Well, I, I don't know, but I know that 
after Strahan's like first three years, he said he was not going to participate in preseason because he said he he earned his, his stripes or whatever, and he says it, it didn't benefit him. And I remember hearing that every year, you know, until he retired, he would not participate in preseason. So I don't know. Different strokes for different folks, I guess. The preseason but, big for undrafted free agents. You would never would have saw Adam Thielen if he never had preseason. Never would have gave no one would have ever gave him a chance. So there's a lot of guys. James Harrison never would have got a chance if there wasn't a preseason. Granted, you know he didn't do shit with the Ravens, but with the Pittsburgh, big reason because they liked what he did in preseason. Yeah, and you know th- there is an injury risk that it, that it, that does exist if if players are playing at full speed, which yeah. they should be, um, but they don't. The the injury can happen and it, you know if you get injured in preseason it's like well so what like, damned if, if i do damned if i what don't what happens if you know say i don't know uh Khalil mack didn't play the whole preseason right and then week one he goes out and tears his acl okay is that because he, he didn't get the feel he was just doing nothing so what if he goes out the first game of preseason and tears his acl and then doesn't play the whole season is that because he Played a useless snap in preseason, or is it just because it was a freak accident? I don't think anything in preseason is really useless. We find so then it's just, so then it, so then it was just a freak accident. I guess so. So then it would have just been a freak accident in game one of the season. Maybe he didn't tear his ACL because he went out there as a fat fuck, was unphysically fit, and had no conditioning. You see, people do that though, but not Khalil Mack. I'm not saying Khalil Mack. Let's like, I, I just used him as an example. So, like, but that's so if Aaron Rodgers didn't so, play in right, preseason, better, but better. If, if Aaron Rodgers didn't play in preseason and went out and started the year off with an interception, would you be like, "Oh, it's because he didn't play in any preseason games"? Uh, possibly. No, you wouldn't. I, I don't think anybody would. Because you would think he made a bad throw. That's all it is. It's not because of preseason. And 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 analysts, he wouldn't have had that bad throw if he had the reps. It's Aaron fucking Rodgers. It doesn't matter. He hasn't been Aaron Rodgers in a few years now. He makes a lot of bad throws now. Okay, so preseason's important. Let's move on. So Joey Bosa is now the richest Talking defensive about player that's in not the even NFL. Gonna happen, so. What? So Joey Bosa is now the richest defensive player in the NFL. Biggest deal ever. Was he worth that contract? No. Because he can't stay in the fucking field. I was hopeful that he and his brother were going to get together. I was kind of rooting for that. It, it's a thing that, I mean, to, to kind of counter Kyle's point, Teams, when they sign these players, I don't think they care about injuries at all anymore. Can you think, of, think of the money J.J. Watt has made. When he's on the field, best, I mean, you know, the, probably the best guy on the field, but he's always hurt. It's just, they, they give these guys the money to do what they do when they're on the field. You know, the, the injury side is, I think they just kind of hope for the best. It, it, it's, it doesn't make sense. I agree with you, but... It is what it is. There's a lot of more. I think there's like five defenders that are better than him. And they're not getting paid that much money. Maybe oh. they will. Not yet. That's not, Do you mean like guys that are like rookies? Well, not, no. not rookies, but, you know, within the. Well, like the Aaron Donald, years. he's better than him. Yeah, but again, I mean, when Donald right. signed his contract, it was the richest one. Yeah. For two so, days. But I. So, like, you can't. I don't think you can use that as an. Because, I mean, we see that all the time where. 
Well, that's the thing. I think it's guy a, a signs the big deal, and three days later, guy B beats it. Right. Well, it's a, we've talked about this in great depth. It's a forever escalating. You know, the Bosa deal is the biggest deal right now. Yeah. Let's see in two years. That's somebody see, else next year. Next year, you're right. You but know, the two something. people that deserve to get those deals got those deals. That's the question. Is Joey is Joey Bosa one of the top three defenders in the NFL? I don't think so. Uh, but that's not the question. Joey Bosa, one of the top three edge rushers in the NFL. But that's, but that's not the question. If you're the Chargers, do you want Joey Bosa? Yes. So then you give him the money. That's yeah. all it comes down to. Do you want that guy? Do you want him? That's all. That's all that matters. Did you want? Do you want Aaron Donald? Then you I, made him the richest paid player yeah. in time at that point in time. Because if you didn't, someone else would have. Yeah. Oh, that's all absolutely. it is. It's I'm going to make sure that I give more money than the next guy, the other guy that will. That's all it is. It, it's, it's a bunch of. It's all fake. Numbers don't mean anything. They're all it's all stupid. Most of these guys don't even see a third of it anyway. I know so much money just for the sake of money. Yeah, just... especially in football, you know, it's not all guaranteed. And like like Paul just said, I mean, a lot of these guys don't play out these whole contracts, especially the longer ones. You know, it's just all these guys signing these big deals. You know what it means? Do you know what it really means? It means nothing to the big deal guys. It means that the guy that you signed a year ago to a four-year deal for fifty mil- or for forty-five million dollars—that's killing it for your team—that's the best decision you ever made. Yes. The sure, Khalil Mack is one of the top five defensive players in, in the league, money-wise. Great, but they signed Danny Trevathan at a fucking bargain, and he's just as big of an impact on that def- defense as Khalil Mack is. And they're going to get him for nothing compared to the linebacker market. Those are the deals that matter. Those are the deals. Where the money is worth what they're getting. The rest of it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to be paying TJ Watt a lot of money. Any other comments on no, this? No, they'll let them walk out. No, they won't. They like to keep their guys. They don't sign anybody else. Listen, I like, I like Bosa, so good for him. Okay. Uh, New York Knicks signed Tom Thibodeau as their next head coach. It's going to be good for a very short time. Because Thibodeau's not going to be able to bring anybody in. But what he's going to do is... Make them better defensively. No, no, no. He's going <laughs> to... That's not the important part, Kyle. What he's going to do is when they play Chicago, he's going to turn heel, join the Bulls again. <laughs> Paul, what's your thought? Tom Thibodeau's an old-school coach and a player-ran NBA. He's never going to succeed. Tom Thibodeau's a 90s coach. Coaches don't have any... There's only four or five coaches in the NBA where their opinion means more than the rest of the players on their teams. Popovich, Brad Stevens... Um, Mike D'Antoni. Um, Even that might be a little bit of a stretch. No. I don't think so. But, I mean, the rest of them, it, they're, they're just there to fill the, 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 the needed roster spot. You have to have a head coach. Yeah, because LeBron pretty much handpicked the coach. It's, it's not LeBron. It's everybody. The coaches don't mean anything in half these teams. Like the Nets made a very bad decision. Nick Nurse has made a very important change to the Raptors. Nick Nurse no, bringing in Kawhi Leonard made a big difference. No, because the Raptors, the Raptors had a good season this year without Kawhi Leonard. And they're still playing very well. No, I know, but they won a championship because of Kawhi. We don't oh, yeah. know. Kawhi I don't think was definitely the most piece, but they're doing very, very well this year. They shut LeBron down they, when they, they played they against were, They did. Yeah. What was it on a Wednesday? <laughs> no. But it's, it's all players. The only reason Nick Nurse is having that success is because there isn't a superstar on that team. Yes. It's the only reason. 
Is Steve Kerr a guy just considered being in cruise control? He was for Wouldn't a while. you be with that roster? Well, I guess what I'm saying is, well, I mean, he wasn't the guy who necessarily drafted. He didn't draft Steph Curry, right? It was the guy before. Mark yeah, Jackson. Mark Jackson built the team. Steph, Steve Kerr took him over the top. I think if Mark Jackson was able to stay there, they probably would have won anyways. But they, but Mark Jackson and the owner did not get along. Because the owner wanted to make the picks. Jackson wanted to make bring in his guys. And they just collided. And then they said, fuck it. I think Steve Kerr is a very good head coach. I just think, you know, that team would have been good regardless. So, whoever was the head coach, it was a dream job. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Rudy Gobert scored the first points open back to the NBA. What do we think about that? Disgrace. Uh, Absolutely ironic. the worst thing that could happen this year to the league. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was funny that it just worked out that way. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you guys. Uh, let, me, let me pull it back up here so I have the right numbers. Uh, you have $31.5 million. What would you rather do? Uh, pay Dak Prescott for one year or buy 5,040,000 pizza rolls? All the same flavor? <laughs> <laughs> Asking uh, the important we'll say questions. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, uh, well, Dak, but they can be the combination ones. But Dak Prescott's not on my team, so why would I pay him? I mean, pizza rolls. Come on. Would you prefer to pay Am Dak Am I supposed Prescott? to assume this as the role of a Cowboys fan? Well, we'll say, I mean, the, the Bears are going to pay him $31.5 million. We're already paying two quarterbacks. <laughs> All right, it's a hypothetical situation. If I'm going to take this as a Cowboys fan, I'd rather give Dak $31.5 million than buy the pizza rolls. Can you give me a different food choice? Just think, you can have the pizza rolls and Andy Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the same result. I'd rather give, it's not. I'd rather give Dak the $31.5 million. I don't think he's worth that much money, but I'd rather give it to him than have the pizza rolls and Andy Dalton. I'd pay for Dak, but if Dalton dies his hair blue, then pizza rolls. <laughs> so Those are for me. Yeah, that was funny. So hockey, I think, is the only league that hasn't had a single positive test in three weeks. NBA hasn't had a positive test since the bubble started a month ago. Did they not? They haven't had a single positive test since they brought everyone in. People have left for, like, family reasons. But they didn't have okay. the, they, yeah. they didn't test positive either. No, um, I know. I'm just saying. All right, so do we think both leagues are finishing? Yeah, NBA yeah. and NHL yeah. both finish. They're playing in a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm more interested in seeing who's going to get the first pick in the NHL draft. It's just that both leagues have a better infrastructure in place and logistically just works better than, yeah. than Games don't last as long. Right. No. It's, just, it's all it comes down to. Games don't last as long. And there's there's time. There's time limits. Yep. Games don't last as long. And there's like not as many fucking stoppages. I mean, what is it? It's A game of football lasts 21 minutes of playing time, but it's four hours on TV? Yeah. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, the ball's only in movement for like yeah, twenty-one minutes. Or whatever. So, question: I don't know if there's if there's if you're an NBA player or NHL player wearing a mask or not. No. Not that I know of. Uh, just a question. I didn't know. They shouldn't be. No. Like four kids in China died in like gym class from wearing masks. Um. <clears throat> all right. NA or NFL is the only league not to start yet. Um. Well, they, they they shouldn't have started yet. 
If you were going to design them to do a bubble, how would you do it? Can't. 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 Yeah, I, unless you just start playing football every night of the week. But uh, how would you schedule that? No, it's not, it's not. It's not about that. It's just that there's only two. There's only. There's only one place you could do it, and you can't do it right now. Where? Canada? Florida. No. No, I'm sure they could do it out in California because there's enough colleges out there where they could fill it in. But you would just. just good. <laughs> yeah, fucking you, I think the LA. East Coast would be best just because it's kind of slowing down. Would you guys say no to football every night? Can't do I it. mean, as a fan, I wouldn't say no, but that yeah, would be I a, would. I would. I, thousand I, mean, percent. No, I would. Fuck, I, I wouldn't. Here's the thing. If football was on every night, I wouldn't watch it. There's no fucking shot. I'm not watching a four-hour game every single fucking night. Well, you couldn't. There's no way you can watch it. I can't it watch either. baseball every night. <laughs> but what I, what I mean, it would just be a nightmare to try and... Schedule it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, not even just... just Good baseball, the fucking how to change it around a hundred times already. But uh, from the, the teams, I mean, imagine you're a head coach. You know, this week you're playing on Monday. The next week you're on Wednesday. The week after that, you're back on Monday. And then the following week, you're on Friday. I mean, so if they went out to a place, a very low population area, like a Montana, Wyoming, and they just went out and they drew up 16 paint in the flat, you know, turf grass fields, no nonsense, just literally bare bones football, you could do it. You're talking some cornfield ball? Yeah, I mean, you just, no, no, you don't need a, just, if you draw a rectangle and you measure it out the way it is and you put <laughs> some goalposts, you could do it. But do people want to do it? Probably not. I don't know. Well, I know it's like some states want to, like, are allowing fans. Not all, but some it's also, states. It's also just, it's a logistical nightmare. You're talking about, how many teams are there? 32? 32 yep. teams, yeah. Okay, so... 53-man rosters, plus coaching staff, training, you know. You're looking yeah, at 3,000 people. people. Yeah. 3,000 people just for teams. 3,000. Yep. Then you throw in officiating. That's including officiating. Yeah. But 3,000 people you need to hotel up in one in two spots. So 1,500 each. California. But California's a hot spot. You can't do it there. Big time hot spot. Well, I mean, they're they're they have the bubble in Florida, but it's a bubble. No, I know. But if they were to do the an NFL type thing with that in Cal, I mean, they would they have to change the schedule, right? But the, but the Why thing would they? But that would be a massive bubble. Oh, absolutely! No, it would be huge. It, it, it's not one it's NFL not roster is four NBA rosters. Yeah, it's not it's not possible in the NFL to do the bubble. It's possible in baseball. It's not possible in the in NFL. Because they're all pussies and they get hurt too much. I'm out of topics. Somebody else. It's time to go to a break anyway. Quick break. Take us out, Kendall. Like an outro. Like say words. <laughs> Sorry. Like they'll just Sorry. fucking sit there and click. We'll be back after cool. these sponsored messages. That won't be If he be plays there. the Stone Cold theme song right now, I'm going to be pissed. No, no, no. look like no. Beaker from the Muppets. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with Drunk. We're here. Yep. Yep. All right, so let's take it away. Mm-hmm. Bobcats. Bobcats. Yeah. Okay. Really. Just turn his mic off. No. <laughs> his mic was having. Can I talk just for a second? 
Hello? There we go. Had a problem there for a second. Way to go, dickhead. Not me. Got a defective number two. What do you got for us? So, well, we were just talking. Oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. You want to say something? Oh, uh, go ahead, Ken. All right. Stealing the show there. So as we were just talking and coming back into the break, how uh, baseball has all these uh, these subtleties and there's not like a standardization and how interesting it is and how it is. It's really like there's a minimum, like your left field and right field goalposts have to be a minimum of this amount of distance, but there's no max. Do whatever you want. Center field, who cares? <laughs> I mean, we, we were talking about on the way in that I, I'm surprised that there never was a standardization for like field size. You know, where, I mean, why wouldn't they all be the same? Yeah. It, you know? I mean, a big fan and, you know, anyone who plays, you know, uh, uh, the show it, it played in the polo grounds, which is or was a real field. <laughs> you usually had, suck at the polo grounds. But it's amazing. I mean, it was a two-way, two you know, they played football there, they played baseball there. But, you know, your center field was basically like 600 feet deep. It was like insane. And it's a... <laughs> A rectangle down the, yeah. the middle. It's just an absurd design. Well, so, you know, you, you look at it, you know, power, power hitters that play in New York always get slighted because, oh, well, you know, right field is short, which it is. I'm not saying it's not, but, you know, it, all right, that you have that. Or, if everything's the same, there's no, or, you know, everyone's hitting in the same thing. Well, you think about it. The East Coast is more shorter fields, smaller fields. The West Coast is more bigger field in the outfield. So, like, the East Coast would be, like, 330, 320 down the line. West Coast, it's 420, 390 down the line. Right. Well, the, there, there is a, a slight reason to it. Now, Los Angeles would kind of be the exception. But these East Coast ballparks are built in these metropolises yeah. where there's not a lot of room, you know, to be like the places like the, where the, the Fenway and the Yankee Stadium and, uh, you know, places like that where you're built physically inside a city that you there's only X amount of area to work with. But, That's why but the think about the, not to cut you off, but the, the seating. I mean, they could make every field where down both lines is. 380. No, you're right. And and center field is, you know, right. 400. I don't know where this uniqueness comes from. I mean, it, it doesn't really... And, and it's it's a... It goes both ways. Because, I mean, I, I both love and hate it. Because, I mean, you know, the, the fields that have those... You know, the the monster at Fenway. Like, to me, that that's an interesting part of the game. Yeah. You know, um... Remember the hill at Minute Maid Park? on that. a lot of people fall on that. <laughs> or the bullshit baskets at Wrigley. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, they they give each field its own personality. It's just, I'm surprised in a world where, especially in sports, like, everything is pretty regulated. Yeah, baseball's just do whatever you want, and everyone else has to adjust. As it, long as just, your bases are 90 feet apart, we don't give a fuck yeah. what else you do. It, it's it's just interesting. That Don't that put anything happened. on the ball, but if you walk off the pitcher's mound, off the dirt, and go into the grass, you can spit in your fucking hand if you want to. Just don't <laughs> do it in the dirt. You, you gotta wipe your hand off, though. <laughs> Got it all off. <laughs> like, look, we were watching a video. I was watching a video the other day where the guy was talking about how to throw a fork ball, and he goes, I walk off the mound, and I lick between my fingers. It's like, and then he's like, but you have to wipe it off before you go back out. And it's like, okay, well... If you wiped it all off, then you kind of negated the point of licking your fingers. Yeah. If you spit in your hand and you wipe it all off so it's dry, there's 
you didn't do anything. The spit's to moisture, and you wiped all the moisture off. They don't wipe it all off. So it's like, what's the fucking, like, don't do it here. You have to go over there and do yeah. it. I'd rather you drink at home than do it with your friends. <laughs> MLB is pretty much a bunch of Karens. <laughs> I learned, too, that I guess a lot of pitchers have their own rosin bag. Now they do. I, so that's a recent thing. Just this year. It's like a first base. Like, it's like, oh. You can use a Buick as your mitt. <laughs> Anything to make it easier for you to catch the ball. Well, we want to make sure that is, there's as many outs as possible. There is regulations as far as how big the... I mean, you can't go out there with a 24-inch glove. I mean, Jose Abreu has a pretty big fucking glove. But I again, I mean, I looked it up while you guys were talking about it earlier. I, from what I understand, the first baseman's glove isn't bigger. It's just that outfielders are smaller. No, outfielders have outfielders gloves. have bigger gloves. Infielders have smaller. Gloves. Infielders do like shortstops and second baseman. Did have I read smaller. that wrong? I better read that wrong. So Outf- outfielders, you'll usually see them with like a fourteen. Like, I know inch glove. Jose Abreu has a fucking thing on his glove, an extension on his fucking glove. That's like this round, like. Almost looks like a like one of those fucking things you put on the door to keep the draft from coming out, from coming in. It, it, it's his glove. Like it looks like I could fit both my hands in his gloves when it's wide open. Like it's fucking massive. It, it's also, I mean, first baseman gloves are also just designed differently. The the there's more in the the yeah, webbing than there is in like the palm side of it. it. It's just they're designed to be stiffer, so when you go to Snag a ball in the dirt. The glove holds stiff. Um, they're catchers are built differently. Well, yeah. Fucking, I'm on Kyle's side. I think everyone should just. You think you should be able to do whatever you want. Use steroids, corpse bats, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want. Just do it. And it's so wild, wild west. Anyway, just make it more interesting. No rules. As it, long as bases are ninety feet apart, I don't care. It's. I mean, the, there, as far as the equipment, there it's is so fucking big. Look at it compared to his fucking thumb. It's a Thanksgiving and he's six he's four, so he's got big hands. And look at it compared to his thumb. This thing is fucking massive. <laughs> and still, twenty four inches is two feet. You can't <laughs> no. catch a fucking baseball no, with that's two a, feet. I mean, you you can't have a twenty four inch club. <laughs> so what's the max then? Oh, I I don't know. I would have even to, if it's twenty know. inches. No, even that that's outrageous. I've I've personally never seen a glove bigger than fifteen. Fifteen's the biggest I've seen. I play first piece uh, with a snow shovel. If I didn't uh, screw up uh, base for beast, you guys will laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to have a pickleback? I guess. Oh, the mass is in. Mass, I wish we move this stuff over for you so you could have a... I didn't get your shot glass, though. I'm sorry. You used the solo cups over there. Sorry. Fucker. My sincerest apologies. I mean, we could talk about a little bit of basketball. since We haven't really talked about it. We just kind of talked about the bubble. Um, the Rockets shot 61 threes the other day. That's nothing new. Tied the, tied the most of all time. It's <laughs> a lot of three-pointers. James Harden moved up on the list of uh, three-pointers made. I think he's, what, fifth? I don't think so. Saw something. May have read it wrong. <laughs> because he has a lot of years left. Let's find out. If he made that many threes in his career already, good for him. It's possible I'm wrong. I'll try to confirm that for us now. Maybe like 15th. Okay, here we go. Wow. 
Well, if you order uh, Jose Abreu's glove, it's uh, $380. That's literally what I was just looking <laughs> up. That is outrageous. All right, so here's that one. It's uh, the fifth player to surpass 2300 Not what you said. I realize that, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of three-pointers. Is he your favorite player? No. On your favorite team? No. Baron Davis is my favorite player on my favorite team. 16 inches. 16 is... 16 inches from the outside seam of the thumb to the the pinky. Is how big a glove is. That's fucking massive. (laughs) That is so big. Is that a guaranteed mass? No, his dick's 15, (laughs) so I'd trust him. I mean... 16 is fucking insane. Last time. <laughs> do, do it again. Measure. Here, put it this way. My shoes are all exactly 13 inches. So about three inches more than my shoe. <laughs> That's fucking insane. <laughs> That's a big glove. You're a major league player and you fucking need a glove that big to catch a ball? <laughs> That's bonkers. I was actually pretty spot on with that. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I, I play infield with a lobster pot. <laughs> do pretty well. I think the lobster pot's like 17 inches, so you're pretty <laughs> fucking close. Can I just use a lacrosse goalie's net? Okay, <laughs> yeah. you can shut the fuck up now. You don't put lacrosse on this show. Sure. You don't sew on this show. <laughs> it's just bonkers. Like, I hate how many like things you can do if you want to. Like, I get it. Like If you're a lacrosse player, like, I'm not sorry, but fuck you. <laughs> I like the stance you're taking here, Kyle. Like, like I'm sorry, but Kyle, devil's advocate, baseball players are the worst. That's not true. <laughs> it absolutely is That's true. The worst that was lacrosse players. Just, just being terrible. No, lacrosse players are the worst at everything. Baseball so easy. Yeah, let's see you get in the fucking batting box, you bitch. <laughs> okay, we'll well, hold on. Are you pitching? Doesn't matter. I'll take that matchup. <laughs> I'll tell you something. We can become best friends all over again. This is terrible. <laughs> I thought I traded the coffee. Nah, we never got that deal done. I thought I accepted. No, you traded the maple bacon one. I traded the coffee with him. I think that deal fell through the cracks. No. no. You tra- you were gonna you the deal fell through because you had to give the honey to, to Mass. I said it would. Yeah, but Mass didn't accept it. And I but took the honey. you, Mass. Listen, there's, there's one way to get around this. Around the horn. <laughs> no. Yes, we never did one. Can I go back, Len? <laughs> All right, there, there it goes. There it goes. I got the licorice. Can I go back? Matt, Mock yeah. likes his. It has a bubblegum-type flavor. <laughs> oh, beer, nice. Coke, and Fruit Punch, baby. All right, Kyle, why don't you go ahead and take away baseball or basketball, whatever you wanted to talk about. Oh, kind of already started, but. So, basketball starting. Uh, game two for a lot of teams. Didn't realize how early they were playing. And I saw the Raptors were on at like 3 o'clock today. I was like, what? Why? Aren't they all sharing one court? No, I, I, mean, think, I think they're like two or three. But again, it's the bubble. I mean. Right, they got to fit all these games no, in. No, I know, I know. I know. It's kind of adapting that uh NCAA, like, you know, the tournament. Boom, boom, boom. The NBA did everything right except the way they decided to pick teams. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. Picking well, the teams was dumb. Why? 
They invited one team from the East, and then they invited, like, six additional teams from the West. But what, Now, wasn't it done to, like, if you were within eight games or something? Yeah, but it's still, it, it's, you basically gave all these other teams another shot. That and you didn't give the other teams. There were other teams. The way the regular season finished, the other teams could have had the opportunity to, to make a playoff spot. Was it unlikely? Of course it was, but they still had a chance. But that's what I, I thought it was because wasn't there eight games left in the season? Yeah, we're not, I thought I that's. Know. I thought that's again. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought that's how they were. I don't know doing if I'm wrong. It. I don't fucking. Well, they're doing. I, did all I know so what they're ago. doing is that if you're four games within the eight seed, you play in a playing game. Yeah, and that's the thing. So if the eight seed does their job and holds the eight seed, that, that but somebody finishes within two games, then they have to play a do or die game to keep the eight seed. We just want to make sure you earned it. Yeah, that's that's weird. It's stupid. That's, that's dumb. So it's like, so dumb. They should have just taken the top eight teams and played the playoffs. Because like the Wizards, uh, I mean, not the Wizards, the Nets, like their starting five isn't playing, so there's no chance of them. I think beating even the Wizards at this point. Um, first of all, they're all pitches over there, anyways. So, God is taking his Call shots. Him out. <laughs> well, no, because all right, cross Kyrie, Kyrie opted out. Whatever. Spencer did. We got COVID. Um, Kevin Durant's out. He wasn't going to play this year, regardless. Um, I don't even know who the DeAndre Jordan had COVID. I don't think he's playing. Okay, so let's put it this way: Brooklyn finished the eight seed at thirty-one and thirty-five when the season was ended. Which, how many games is that? 66? So, six games left. How do you figure? 16. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> Washington was invited to go with a 24-43 and 43 record, which was seven and a half games behind the Brooklyn Nets. The Charlotte Hornets were not invited, who had the exact same record as the Washington Wizards. The Bulls were not invited, which were one game behind the Wizards. And the Knicks weren't invited, which were a game behind the Bulls. However... San Antonio was invited, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, and Phoenix. Now, granted, yeah, Phoenix was only four games behind Memphis at the eighth seed, but you basically told Charlotte, mm, sorry, Memphis was ahead of you due to conference strength, so fuck you. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Invite the same number from each side or just do the playoffs. Yeah, you're gonna tell me that the, the you're gonna tell me that the, the Wizards had a guaranteed better shot at making the playoffs than the Hornets? Because I bet you the Hornets, Hornets could have put a good push in for that wizard spot. You don't know what these teams are going to do. It just it was dumb. The way they did it didn't make any sense. Either should have yeah. just done eight from each side or invited an additional, the next three teams and finished out the season. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't just, where it, where it ended, just pick it up from there. Like, oh, hold on. Well, I mean, I mean there was players, was it, uh... Was it Lillard who said, like, you know, if there's no chance of us making the – like, he wasn't going to play. So, I think there was players kind of saying, you know, they weren't going to come back for no reason. And – But he was – but, like, what does that matter? If you no, just do I, the top eight, then you're not invited anyway, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, no, 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 but that, who cares if you don't come back? We're not inviting you. I, I just remember there was there was players coming out saying, you know, if we're going to – if they're inviting us back, and but there's no chance for us to make the play, like, I'm not going to play. So I, th- I think that's kind of what started to force the hand of... But it's unfair, So then it's, fa- so then it's favoritism. Because, like, the Grizzlies deserve that eight seed. 
So now if the Grizzlies go out there and they play in a do-or-die game against uh, Portland and Grizzlies, you know, have that one bad game instead of having a four-game series, but nobody, they're out of the playoffs. But nobody deserves anything. They don't. There were 16 games left. Was it there were 16 left? 16. Oh, okay. So, well, I'm uh, saying like... There was give or take. Memphis played 68 games, so they had 14 games left. Okay. In the realm of it, right? But so, but Memphis was fucking uh, was a game up on San Antonio. They didn't, they weren't, didn't deserve it. They could have very easily blown it. It's just like anything else. You don't know anything that could have happened. John Morant could have blown out his ACL. John Morant gets hurt. That Memphis Grizzly team loses fifteen of sixteen games, guaranteed. Guaranteed, they lose fifteen of sixteen games. So no one deserved anything. So you either do. Eight from each side, or you invite the same number of teams. You invite the eight plus four, or whatever. It would have made no difference. An NBA game does not take that long to play, especially when you're not dealing with, because they're in the bubble, who cares if we're throwing t-shirts in the crowd, <laughs> or if Benny the Bull is doing a cool dunk, or the fucking dog from the Philadelphia 76ers is, you know, performing doggy style on a cheerleader. Who cares? It's not happening. None of that shit's happening. It's the same thing. The NHL games went... So much faster because they weren't doing the in-between commercial breaks. Fans coming out and shooting a puck on the thing. Commercial breaks were super quick. All the all the NHL games in the beginning of the, se- the first game of every playoff run. Yeah, they should have either done what the NHL did or just did their traditional playoff format. Because now it doesn't make any sense. Why does Washington deserve it, but Charlotte doesn't deserve to go? Why does Charlotte not deserve to be there? Is it because Charlotte has no superstars? Is that why Charlotte wasn't invited? Yes. So, it's all bias. Yes. It's, it's bias. You look at who was invited. What's going to get more ratings? What's going to get us more money in a destroyed season? Well, Honestly, exactly the Hornets might have gotten them a little bit more rating. You, who was invited? The last team in the West that was invited was the Phoenix Suns. Devin Booker. Got to have him there. Well, we can't invite them and not invite Sacramento because Sacramento had a better record. So, I guess Sacramento's in. We need Zion there. So, we need Dame there. But they, we can't invite Dame and not invite San Antonio. Okay, well, let's look at it. Charlotte, who on that team is going to drive ratings? Nobody, really. Chicago, Zach Levine's been doing okay, but nobody really cares. No one cares about the Knicks. No one cares about the Zach Pistons. Levine. No one cares about the Hawks. So, but it's... Well, well, in my opinion, I think the other team would have gave them more ratings. Because it's teams that you haven't seen this year. Like... Personally, I know it's just me, but personally, I would tune into a Hornets game, or I would tune into a, a Bulls game, because I haven't seen them play. And I think it would but be they fun. weren't invited. No, I know. So, but Wait, why? You see I'm coming but from why here? was Charlotte not invited? I get it. I agree with you. I'm just saying, I personally, I think I would tune into that game before I would tune into But that's into because a, you're a fan of the game, not a fan, you're, you're a fan of the, you're a fan of the game, not a fan of the, the, the league. Like I, would tune I don't in, know how to word it, but like. A lot of people are a fan of LeBron, AD, Giannis. They don't give two fucks about the Hornets. Like I would, t- I would tune into a Hornet game before I would tune into a uh, Laker game. Yeah, but Kyle, you're weird. No, I think the Laker games are fucking boring as shit. I don't like. I get LeBron's the best player in the league, but I don't find him, in my opinion, I don't find him that fun to watch. But I'm a very casual basketball fan, and I think that's more fun than watching anything. And that's who they're tuning into. Yeah. Yep. Because what's their what's the NBA's competition right now? Nothing. COVID baseball and NHL. Let me tell you something. Do you know who Miles Bridges is? Nope. Okay. Miles Bridges can fucking dunk 
from the free throw line. But I don't know that, so okay, who cares? Okay, and guess what? Exactly. When you figure that out, you'll realize, oh, shit, this is actually pretty fun to watch. A guy that's jumping over four guys to put into put in a dunk off of a re- off of a missed shot. Like, there's more to it. But than talent just, isn't drawn. Names draw. You're right. And that's what the problem with the NBA is. Like, I don't even watch my Sixers play anymore because I kind of get bored of that. But I'll tune into a fucking... It just goes back to what we said in the last hour. The, the players run the league. The coaches don't. Like, I honestly, I've watched two Grizzlies games this year. And I watched every fucking second of that game. But they were fun to watch. A bunch of young kids that are just playing together for the first time. It's fun. Yeah. You got John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Clark. And you got the old veteran, Jonas Valanciunas, who's actually playing well for them. Instead of freaking LeBron and AD just doing the fuck they want. The other teams are actually playing together. I like Caruso. Because you're a fucking fake fan. That guy sucks. Like, he has highlight plays, but he sucks. Does he? He's a white guy who can dunk the ball. All right. Jeff Martin can do that in the video game. What? I said Jeff Martin can do that in the video Ah. game. I I get the all hype about Zion, but the Pelicans are not a good basketball team. I've heard he's extremely out of shape right now. Is that true? No, he's in the best shape of his <laughs> he, life. He put on like 15 pounds of muscle. Gotcha. Like, like the Grizzlies are a much better basketball team than the Pelicans. People are like, oh, Zion. John Morant's doing better than Zion. Yeah, Zion had a couple good games, but John Morant's been doing it all year. He's got them doing AC. Pelicans haven't really won shit. I'm sorry, but they haven't. I like John They Brown. have Brandon Ingram. They have Drew Holiday. They have Zion Williamson. They have J.J. Reddick. They had the names, but they're not winning games. That's not fun if your team's going, if your team just giving up 175 points. I think we all What's agree the with most the most an NBA team has scored against? 160. One in, no, 186. Who was against two? Detroit Pistons. I don't remember who they were against, but the Detroit Pistons hold the record. It's 186 points in a game. I think it was double overtime. Was it like a while ago? 80s, maybe. Okay. I'll look it up. But so we, we kind of explain. Unfortunately, it's the way it played out was a little odd. It was just kind of like you know. Hey, also, the Suns are fucking boring to watch. By the way, putting that out there. Sorry, Vinny. Eighty-three of the Pistons against the Nuggets triple overtime. One eighty-six to one eighty-four. Wow. Give me that score. Uh, I only know that stat because I remember. I remember like getting used to the new NBA Live game and like NBA Live '08 like. All right, let's see what's changed. I'm going to play a t- game with 12-minute quarters on Rookie, and I would drop like 400 points. Sorry for the quietness. This is a pickleback break. Pickleback break. I'm going to be honest with you. Can I just have a shot of JMO? You can. Like that Pistons team from 2004, when nobody expected them to win anything, in my opinion, was probably the most fun team to ever watch. Because there was no big name star. They were a bunch of guys that played together as a team. They knew their role. You had Chauncey Billups, who could shoot, who could score. We also had Richard Hamilton. He wasn't a, he wasn't a three-point threat, but he was going to knock down every mid-range that you can have. You had the shot blocker in Ben Wallace. You had the attitude in Rasheed Wallace. Then you had Tayshawn Prince, the do-it-everything guy. In my opinion, that's probably the most fun team I've ever got to see play. Absolutely. They're, like Everyone's like, oh, what about the Allen Iverson Sixers? It was just Allen Iverson. 
obviously he was going to score 60 points because they didn't have anybody else. It's just my opinion. I like Cheers, team, lads. I like team basketball more than I like. No, that's fair. LeBron James. Cheers. So, so the, the NBA is back. It's, it's. I mean, right now it's kind of like whatever. It's uh, the ratings are plummeting because no one cares right now because what they're doing is they're just finishing out the season in a non-traditional way, where they're coming up with their bogus. One through eight with these random do or die playoff games, so it's it, it's not playoff basketball. They're just playing a regular season at this point, so no one cares. the The ratings from the from game one to now have plummeted miserably. It's whose NBA is it anyways? Where the games made up and the points don't matter. Pretty much, it's pretty much what it is right now. And, and it's like my dad was talking like, I don't want the Sixers to run to, to the Bucks. The Bucks are not a good playoff team. They are a good regular season team. They have Giannis, and everybody else is pretty much guardable. Sorry. The Bucks aren't that good. We're going to the finals again. But, okay, now let's go to your team. You have Kyle Lowry, who's – he had a good postseason last year, but every postseason before that kind of screwed the pooch. Mm-hmm. Okay? You lost Kawhi, who's a playoff god. Gasol, Siakam, okay. Van Vliet. But Gasol, okay. So you think but those again, guys can get them all, there? They're all guardable. Yeah. The one team that I think that's going to make it is the Boston Celtics. Because you can't just guard that one guy. Like the Sixers will probably bounce in the first round because they suck. I think the Celtics are the only team in the East that has a chance of doing anything. They don't we have got a, this. They don't have a big man, but they have... A very good point guard who's very hard to guard. They have Jason Tatum. They have Jalen Brown. And they have Gordon Hayward who's back to his normal form. You can't guard all four players. You can't. It's impossible because they're all very talented. Granted, would I love to see Gordon Hayward back in Utah? Of course. Because he was insane there. And I think that Gordon Hayward would bring that Jag team to the one seed. But he's not there. So, What's the projected end of season for NBA? That's every, if everything everything goes, going to stay the same. It might. What do you mean, like a timeline? Right, like one, like game seven of the they, finals. They, they, they said that... the draft will be in November, so that means that it'll season will end in like late October, and then the season will start back up in December. Now, question: Why would they not wait to do the draft normal time? They, because it, it, the draft would already been happening. The draft would have already happened. The draft okay. usually happens in like mid July. Oh. You can't, oh. you can't do the draft because you don't know who the lottery teams are yet. Yeah. You don't know who ha- you don't know who missed the playoffs. You invited four teams from the West and a team from the East that are outside the playoff picture. So until you know who doesn't make the playoffs, you can't run the lottery. I see. If they did it just a normal way, they probably could have done it. I mean, they could still run the lottery itself and be like, whoever finishes at this spot. Like, they can just do like a seating because mm-hmm. it's all percentages based off where you're finishing. But you still, at the same time, you can't because you know what the records are going to be. Exactly. Because and I don't know how this is going to play into the records because they're not playing. We just we said it before that the fucking um, what you call it the fucking Trailblazers had fourteen games to play. They're not playing fourteen games, so I don't even know how they're going to fuck that into their seating. It, it would probably just go by the like, by the record still, and like where they finish. That's why I love what the NHL did for their lottery. 
They did it. So, like, granted, like, this year's draft is not as deep. It's not. So, like, people are, like, kind of like, who cares? And I'm like, a lot of people. There's one name in particular that everybody cares about. The Mellow Ball. That's why the draft will get ratings. Because of the Mellow Ball. Is there a scenario where a second round doesn't happen? No, the second round will happen. It's not like the NFL. Like the, the NFL no, had all seven rounds. I understand. I guess, there's only two rounds, so they'll definitely have two rounds. No, I understand. It's done on the same night. Like, they're going to have a combine. They're going to have an NBA, like a like a workout combine because they've already established that they will. It might not be the amount of people that they that they usually have, but they will have one. Like it'll be all thirty top prospects and probably like another ten or fifteen, and the rest like it usually is. The rest will be a bunch of fork and fu- oh, wow. Fork so a bunch of forks and knives and spoons. <laughs> It'll be a bunch of foreign guys. You know? Like, the team put a lot of draft picks. Usually pick foreign guys in the second round. I think the Celtics had, like, eight picks one year. At least four of them are foreign guys that will never come over. So, that doesn't matter. Right. So, it's kind of like the fact of you only have to invite 30 guys to a combine. And they're going to do it. That's a shorter combine, too, right? That's it's a couple days. Get out there, throw a couple chest passes, <laughs> a couple bouncers. A couple, a couple get of left-handed dribbles, see what you got. <laughs> do a couple layup lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's more to that. They play a game. They do They do like the the jump test, which makes no sense to me. No, hey, Kyle, no more Mazzara's getting a pinch hit debut. Yeah? yeah. Play a game of uh, knockout. Be real pissed if he goes yard. Got him. We should do a GSMD knockout. But you're not coming third. <laughs> What's knockout? Knockout's um, a game where you... It's you a know, foul Mass shot was game. A, Mass was a video game kid. Definitely wasn't an outdoor sports kid. Knockout is a basketball game where traditionally you... If it was like the five of us, for example, we line up in a line at the free throw line. Two people have basketballs, the first two people. The first oh, person, I played this. The first okay. person shoots the ball... And then the second person shoots the ball after the first person does. If the if the second person, as it keeps going, if the second the the latter person makes it in before the former person, the former person's eliminated, and then they keep going. I remember the, that. The trick to that game is you kind of sit under the net and kick the other guy's ball. No, <laughs> you can't do that. I always did. No, well, <laughs> mean spirit. You, you played in the. Bop! You played in some pretty lenient things because we played knockout a lot, and if you kicked the ball, you were immediately booted and usually frapped in the locker room. We had a kid that did. They kicked the ball all the way into the stands so he could score the basket. We eliminated him, and then he was in the locker room. Someone towelled him in the nuts. Oh. I got no problem biting someone's sack off. <laughs> I'll rip it right off your body. All for the knockout, and I'll dump the sack juice right in your eyes. Ooh, Ooh sack juice. That sounds Isn't that worse. Just blood, but like not necessarily. I don't think it is blood. But back to the drafting. Like it's gonna... <laughs> enough with the sack juice. <laughs> <laughs> Damascus, is there any chance I could convince you to go get me a, a broken It's spot? happening in November. You get me one of these? They already established that. Only because I know you're not going to contribute much to this NBA talk. Mass one of these as well? Thank you. Um. <clears throat> so I, I guess... Uh, Kendall. Oh, wow. It's for you. Thank you. It turns me on. Um. Stiff rat. We found a disc golf disc called the rat. Did you? Yeah, that's pretty awesome. If you if you if you fall in love with it and you buy a disc, you have to buy the rat disc. 
I will. No, you I don't have to. I'm gonna buy it. It's seventy five dollars. it's sixteen bucks. Oh, I mean, that's like seventy eight highlights. It's not. It's not. That math does not work. <laughs> Absolutely does not work. Um, so as far as, and this is kind of more towards the Riddler because he knows the schedule far better than we do. NHL off season that would have been in place. How has that affected, like like their their draft? Their you know. So the NHL their their bubble that they did. They have two hubs. They have one in Edmonton and one in Toronto. Um, because Canada has a much better grasp on this than we do. Um, and uh, so all the West Coast teams are 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 in hotels and they all play their games at, in the Edmonton Arena, the Edmonton Oilers Arena, which has had the Edmonton colors removed from the ice and has the Stanley Cup final Stanley Cup playoffs logo. And same thing in Toronto. And the way that they're doing it, for example, the Edmonton Oilers, who were the five seed at the end of the regular season due to COVID, are hosting the number 12 seed Chicago Blackhawks. For the first two games, they're the home team, which, you know, to everybody here, because nobody gives a shit about hockey, doesn't make a difference if you're not playing in front of your home crowd, except that it does make a big difference. Because much like in baseball, if there's no teams, someone who doesn't follow baseball, if there's no fans, then who cares if you're playing in your home field? It doesn't make a difference, right? Is that right? Uh, and, and no, because if you're home, so. you bat last, right? Yeah. Right. If you're home, you bat last. Okay. So in the NHL, when you're home, it means that you have to short change twice. The short change means that your bench is closer because every period, much like in basketball, how they switch baskets, mm-hmm. they switch goals in hockey. Your bench doesn't change, though. So when you're the home team, you have the bench closest to your goalie's net. In the first and third period? In the first and third period. So I didn't realize that, that. I didn't that, know that. That short change. It's pretty cool, actually. So, which means which means you get the short change twice. So, that's how that works. So, in hockey, what they're doing is Chicago, for example, they will have the long change twice, and they're in the away locker room. But even though they're in Edmonton, games three and four of the five game series. If they when they play those games, the Blackhawks will have the short change as if it were home. They will have their home crowd noise pumped. Their home noise is pumped in, meaning when they score a goal, Chelsea Dagger song yeah. will play. It also means that Edmonton has to be in the away locker room in their own stadium. Chicago gets the home locker room, which oh, is always well. nicer. You know what I'm saying? It's two two one. <clears throat> what? Two two one or two two one is the way they're going to do it. So. That's funny though. Imagine that being in your in your home. You're in your home, home stadium, stadium and you're playing. Yeah. yeah. The, well, the Maple Leafs and the Canadians, uh, Oilers will have to deal with that. Private stock shot. I thought you were talking about when they had the nah, uh, private stock shot. Still messed up. Private stock. Well, I didn't because I was talking about something that happened. Um, and I thought you were talking, talking about, about Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. No, they had. I think I think it was private the stock. Canadians and the Maple Leafs, but the I think it was the Maple Leafs were home. They're they're in their home stadium, but like the Canadians were the home team, so they were in the home locker room. Sports Center made a big deal about it. Hmm. It is more Sports Center. This is a big stretch. Oh, it was an Instagram post. So they definitely didn't follow. It definitely doesn't follow Sports Center on Instagram. No, I do. Mark Van Pelt over there. It's a real Stretch Armstrong he's got going on over there. Um. So, uh, Don't touch me. Why are your hands so sticky? They invited twenty four teams, twelve from each side. Come. So the top. 
eight seeds plus the next four teams, no matter, it didn't matter, which is what the NBA should have done, stated that earlier. And so the way it's going to work is uh, one through four in each conference plays a round-robin tournament to determine seeding of one through four. And then uh, five through 12 play in a five-game series. And then that's, and from there you get your eight teams. You have four, so the top four in each conference were given essentially a bye. They're still playing games to, to determine seeding because the four seed could become the one seed, the two seed could become the three, whatever. But they're given a bye. They're guaranteed a traditional 16 team final Stanley Cup. The rest of them are all fighting for it. And it's going from there. So a lot of it was Western Conference, but they played the first round two of games is going on today. So in the Western Conference, you have the Flames and the Jets were playing, where the Flames beat the Jets, which was the 8-9 seed. But then the 5-12, Oilers, Blackhawks, 7-10, Canucks, Wild, and then 8-11, Predators, Coyotes, all the high seed teams upset the current playoff seed teams. The 12 seeded Blackhawks, the worst seeded team in the West, completely demolished the Oilers seven or six to four, but it was six to six to two for the majority of the game. Hmm. And a team like the Blackhawks, not to be biased, is scary in a situation like this because if they get hot, they have a lot of experience. I.e., the two best players in their team, being Taze and Kane, have won three Stanley Cups together. Right. <laughs> not to mention Duncan Keese on that team. Crawford has two Stanley Cups. And they have a potential Rookie of the Year candidate who dropped five points in that game. Two goals and three assists. They're a scary team in the situation. And there's a lot of what if, you know, should the same thing with baseball or NBA. Oh, if a team that wasn't supposed to make it makes it, blah, 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 whatever. What I really like is that the NBA did something that really pissed me off, which is they're going to delay the draft lottery, which is there's no need for them to do it because – because they're not playing the remaining games in the schedule, there isn't actually going to be a technical seeding. So they should just make a seeding. They should make the seeding, and it's going to be based off of the record in the in, in the bubble. So if you're a team playing, you know, you're, you're you're all playing, and if you're the 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 Phoenix Suns and you don't win a game, you're the worst seeded team. Figure out how you want to seed it. Whatever, worst seeded, blah 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 blah, and then do the lottery ahead of time. But they didn't do that. The NHL did they did the the lottery with the teams that didn't make it and whatnot and then they reserved the first pick the first pick is going to be of the there's four or five cup or four or five game uh playoff rounds going on of the eight teams eliminated from that before you get to your sweet 16 those eight teams are all going to have an equal percentage share in getting the first overall pick. Now, what does that mean to you guys? Not hockey fans, the four of you. What does that mean? Doesn't sound like much on paper, but what it means is that the Penguins, for example, who as of right now, I believe are winning one nothing over the Canadians, but they lost game one against the Canadians, the five seed lost to the 12 seed. If the Penguins get bounced, the Penguins could end up with the first overall pick. A team with Sidney Crosby on it can end up with the first overall pick. A team that doesn't miss the playoffs. It's like if the Patriots, three years ago, could win the number one overall pick and did. Hmm. So it's interesting how that's going to work. Because they're, they're, they're treating it like, hey, you guys were playoff teams when the season ended, but we're giving the teams that still had a chance a chance to make the playoffs. 
So if you get bounced, we're going to treat you like you were a lottery team. So not so no team, the Penguins, a five seed, are definitely not going to lose games on the off chance they're the one in eight chance of getting the number one seed. They want the Stanley Cup. That's what they want. Hockey doesn't tank, right. except for the Jets. <laughs> but hockey doesn't have tankers. Winnipeg. Hockey does not have tankers. So, it's very interesting the way they're doing it. We're in game two of, we're in games twos, twos today and tomorrow of that five game series, and then it goes into the playoffs. But they, I think the NHL, they they did it right. But you know, ESPN's a bunch of sports communist bastards, and they won't cover hockey. You know, I was looking thinking about that day. I spent some time on ESPN, and we've talked about this before. Oh, they tried you know, to do a thing. When the first game went on, like the Blackhawks-Oilers game, they were the second game to start. I think the Rangers mm-hmm. game was the first technical game to have puck drop. But they were doing this thing outside in Bristol where they were like, oh, there's a big foam puck in here with a timer going, and if you can guess the exact time when the timer goes off, you'll win a certain amount of money, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you guys don't give a fuck about hockey. Don't act like you do. It's amazing. You know, and not to disparage ESPN because we all watch ESPN, blah, blah, blah. Can we, can we but- give a prime example? How ESPN doesn't care about hockey. NBC owns three publicly broadcasted channels, and all three of them play hockey. Yeah. Because ESPN won't. Right. And hold on. Of course, I'm not getting what I want. But normally, in this, uh, right here, if you go on the ESPN website, first thing, NFL, NBA, MLB, soccer. They don't even pick a league. Just soccer across the board. MMA, golf. NHL is not even in the... It's a top four sport. It's a top four sport, you know, money-wise in the United States. In the United States. You know why? It's not even recognized in the top bar. You know why? NFL's the money grabber because of suckers. Uh, Slaves to the NFL, no matter what. No matter what. The fuck, every single team could start a bunch. I I don't know. Every NFL team this season. We're going to play a 16-game season, but we're all starting players from... That we picked up from department stores because everyone yeah. opted out. Listen, and I'd every single person would watch it. But every single person would watch it. Oh, it's yeah. the NFL. I got to watch it. It's I'll the NFL. It's the NFL. If I, don't, if I don't watch it, I'll die. I have to watch it. NBA is the next one because the players run the league. The players are the vocal guys. Next is the MLB because it's America's pastime. But guess what? MLB probably five years ago was before the NBA. But MLB is being forgotten about. And I bet you in five years, MLB will be behind the other sports, soccer and MMA. Because baseball's dying. Soccer, what's the, the, prim, the primary immigrant in the United States is European countries. They care more about soccer than anything else. They want to watch La Liga, the Premier League, Bundesliga, the French leagues. They want to watch it all. Mexico, too. But Mexico, too, huge in soccer. They want to watch it. They don't, Mexico doesn't give a shit about baseball. They care about soccer. Yep. The only, the only, the only state, Hispanic wise, that cares more about another sport than soccer Florida. is Florida because of the amount of Dominicans and Cubans that come into Florida. That's why soccer's fourth. MMA is continuously growing. It's a violent sport. It's a guilty pleasure. Oh, every single day, I want to beat the fuck out of that guy, but I can't do it. I spent so I'm going to watch that hours. guy do it. I spent and like then six you go into golf. Hi- the other golf day. is a, always a growing sport. Look at those two over there. They went out and played nine holes of golf yesterday. Hey, two, first do time. they look like golfers? No, they're not golfers. 
But golf is a sport that anybody can do. It's fun because you can drink while you do it. There's carts. It's a fun thing to do. Could That's why golf's up there. Not in the le- not the course they played. It's not no, a court. We did. They have them now. Oh, they do? Yeah. No, but not every course has carts. Right, that's why I was asking. But, right, but I'm saying, but even if they don't have carts, you can you can yeah. go on Amazon and buy a fucking bag caddy that has wheels for a hundred bucks mm-hmm. and not have to carry your bag. I mean, who, a golf course isn't that big no. to walk. It's not that big. I mean, anybody can walk a mile over the course of four hours. I mean, so, but NHL's not up there because why? The, the big population that wants to watch it is Canadian and Nordic European countries. We know it's crazy, Something too. that doesn't have a big import here into the United States. You, you click the tally, and NHL is not even in the first column. NCAA football, which is a big draw, it's in the first column. But then in the first column, CFL, cricket, horse racing, NCAA women's sports, well, racing, yeah, so, rugby. Okay, so, so list them off for me. So NCAA football, Which huge deal. Supposed to go? College football is a big right? deal. So what's next? CFL? CFL. It's not- a form of football. Anybody who's a slave of football will care about football no matter what kind of football it is. Yep. Next. Cricket. Cricket. How many? Connecticut alone. How many businesses do you go into on a yearly basis that are run by Indians? I'm not being, there's no racist involved in this, but gas stations, convenience stores, liquor stores, how many of them are run by Indians? All of them. Cricket is a huge sport in India. Next. Horse racing. Big money betting. Big time. Uh, NCAA women's, which I believe is just NCAA basketball. women's basketball. Would, yeah, basketball. I'm surprised men's. I, I think, Kendall, I'm going to be honest with you. I think it goes left to right yeah. and then down. That's what I was asking. All right, so for, I can agree with that. But regardless, NHL is in this mid-tier yeah. after eSports and NASCAR. Which, 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 are fucking Rebecca, well, Kendall, can you turn Rebecca's mic on? Alphabetical. Can you turn Rebecca's mic on real quick? <laughs> I'm sorry. Rebecca, what show are we on? 161. 161. Okay. How many periods of hockey have the four of you watched as a collectively over 161 shows? I've actually watched quite a bit. Just define quite a bit. How many games? Seven. Probably like 30. Okay. So 30. So 30. You think 30? So 90 periods. Kendall? Five. Don't count games with me. None. Zero. No, I, I, I've watched probably two. Okay, Mock? I uh, watched St. Louis win the Stanley Cup. That last game? Yep. The whole game? Yep. Okay. One. Kyle? Like seven. So, barely 100. Barely 100 periods of hockey. So, in the And sense, that's not just shit on you guys. It's not everyone's no, fancy. I get I, that. I understand your point, but can I will say this one thing? So, ESPN is kind of a, a mainstay cable network sports show. In fact, it's the Hallmark Sports Show. ESPN, ESPN is dying. But if Big time. ESPN it, will be gone in, de- in the next decade. But yes. I will say that if because ESPN, like you go, let's Good, say, fuck Mike Tirico. let's say you go to the gym, whatever, you know, you run on the, the treadmill for 25 minutes, whatever. Chances are you're going to put on ESPN versus, uh, you know, some uh, soap opera. To, to well, do you know why ESPN's dying? Well, for for a lot of reasons, because well, do you know the, the main reason. Well, the accessibility to sports, though. the accessibility to sports is not versed on TV anymore. You can get sports every anywhere. major sports network, every every major sports like league has their own network. Well, right, but regardless, of, but, but all those networks are owned by a parent company. So, but the point I'm making is, if ESPN had even just one night of hockey, if, if they had even let's say Thursday nights was NHL night on ESPN, there would be some semblance of ratings. Because there are the people who are... But it just, wouldn't. But it would. But it, it wouldn't. Would. Because hear me it out. It would. No, Kyle. During, it would. during the season where 
Baseball, basketball, and football are online. You have Monday Night Baseball. Yes. Oh, but, but listen. listen. They're, they're, I okay. know what you're going to say. There's Sunday Night Baseball. There's Monday Night Baseball. There's Wednesday Night Baseball. There, there is all this dedicated. But it doesn't have to be that way. It right. But it, be. they've been doing it that way. It, but, but the thing is, it, this is just something that's kind of existed. It doesn't have to be this way. When I'm, the point I'm making is, if there was just one night, if ESPN devoted just one night to NHL, there would be some semblance of ratings. Would it have been major? Perhaps not. Perhaps it maybe would have been the lowest rating show of the week. But the thing is, there was never an option. It never existed. Well, they did try. Who tried? ESPN. ESPN for oh, what? They, they tried for like, 10 like, minutes. Like, they had to like, do what? I'm not saying they play ESPN. Game. They, 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 to do what? There's never been an NHL night on ESPN ever. When do they try? I'm not saying for. I'm not saying for game wise. They did have their own little section for hockey. Okay. And they, and they ended it quickly. They did. Do you know that when I was trying to set up the NHL fantasy thing that we did, I was originally going to do it through ESPN because of um, statistical analysis. Because ESPN, I think, is better than Yahoo. And it would have taken me five times as long to set up because of what they don't know. The scoring they do. ESPN sucks. I'm just saying, we just said it here. I think ESPN might be in the twilight of its existence. Hey, what's that guy's name, though? Like he, he did all like the ESPN like hockey talk, and he was the lightning coach for a little bit. But ESPN is owned by Disney. Do you think they'll ever really e- put a dime? ESPN as a whole, will not, it's not going to go away. Because, well, it's going to have to adapt. So as long as Monday Night Football exists and ESPN is the, the carrier of it, it will exist. Sports Center, people watch Sports Center all Sports the time. Sports Center will be gone. Well, I think Sports Center, you know why Sports Center will exist? Because if it, it airs at 11 p.m. at night and you got nothing going on to watch from 11 to 1 a.m. No, here's the th- Monday Night Football is just going to be, it's just going to be switched. ESPN's going to become, it's going to become a, it's all about, this is, this is getting very stupidly political and I hate for it to go that way. But ESPN is just going to go the same route as everything else. It's going to become big dollar corporate pictures. ESPN is going to not exist in 10 years. It's not going to be a channel on your TV. It's not going to be any of that shit. What it's going to be is a streaming service you get when you buy Disney+. Plus. You subscribe to That's ESPN. what it's going to be. And you're going to get Monday Night Football through that. That's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. I'd rather stream it than have it be on a cable channel because at least now well, I Well, listen, I the, we're in a trend of subscription versus buying cable. Well, I mean, I mean that's just how everything is going. I mean, right. but see, the thing the is, it's very simple. One person buys Disney Plus, one person buys Netflix, one person buys Hulu. Share between the three of you. You're all paying. Let me ask you a question: TV. Is ESPN a American? I know it's based in America, but is ESPN an American, American uh, targeted corporation or a yes. global targeted corporation? Is it meant to? Tar- is ESPN meant to target sports fans around the world or just American sports fans? Just I Americans. It depends because I mean, sports Sports Center is worldwide. You you can go to your and they have ESPN so, Sports so, Center. ESPN, I'm talking about ESPN as a whole. ESPN so, as a whole is it meant to is it meant to cater to the global sports audience or the American sports audience? My perception has always been that because of the four major sports, I'm using the top ten as the example. So, what's your four major sports? NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer. Well, I mean, my four would be, even though demographically it would be... Uh, 
Do you think more American-born U.S. citizens, not from, not from previous generations, so meaning their parents, are from a different country? So we're talking two established generations of United States American citizens. No, Do you think there are more hockey fans or soccer fans? Soccer fans. Soccer fans. You honestly think that? Well, th- this is my opinion. Now, I, I, I'm not an American. The, the, the top ten is my – this is my – what I'm trying to explain is that let's say the top ten is, is covering the, the in-between period where all the sports are going on. The top ten will cover like – the, the three greatest baseball plays, there will be two great basketball plays, there will be two great football plays, and then there will be like one great hockey play, one great soccer play. I can promise you there's more hockey fans than NASCAR fans in the United States. Oh, I agree with that. I don't, I don't think NASCAR very rarely makes the Sports Center top ten. NASCAR's aired on ESPN. And I... NASCAR's aired on ESPN. NASCAR is up there. No matter which way you slice it, if you go column or row, is ahead of NHL. What the fuck is in column three on the right-hand side? Fuck. Third column, third down. F1? I think you clear your keyboard on that, right? F1. Ahead of NHL. No matter which way you slice it. Formula One. Oh, racing. You mean the thing they have also European racing. European racing. What, what, uh... What the Aaron Rodgers is a pussy bitch is all about. Oh, like IndyCar? <laughs> Those types of cars. Stock cars. Stock cars. Well, what's racing NASCAR then? NASCAR is stock cars. Racing is just whatever. Anything well, that's sport, not NASCAR, horse racing, or Formula NASCAR racing. NASCAR and racing? It's ridiculous. Dirt bike racing. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Let's cover it. X Games, more important. It's all stupid. All right, so let's go to break. We'll come back. We'll finish it out for the last hour um, live on the PPRN Radio Network in Spreaker. And now, back to Getting Sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm live here as the hostess cupcake with the mask, Chris Massey, everyone's household appliance, favorite household appliance. Uh, everyone's, what would you call yourself today? I'm the famous old singer. That's not what you said before. I'm not King Soul. All right. Everyone's favorite Christmas singer, singer and everyone's favorite household pest. Wow. I beat the cockroach again. <laughs> Barely. Well, you are a cockroach. <laughs> it can't be. Well, I guess it could be both. The roach rat of a red parent. I watched this video actually, where like this guy was making obstacle courses for hamsters, and he like made a mistake, and he made the points too sharp, and he killed his hamster. Ooh, yikes! So I'll do to you, Kendall. Oh no! I'm so sorry. So where are we at with GSWD points? If I can remember correctly, I know Mock has five. Yep, I have four. I believe I have eleven. Kyle has four. I have 17. Kendall right, has right. 11. You know, if you're going to really Kendall, inflate I it. You, I, Kendall, I believe you have four as well. I have four. Yeah, four and I think three. Massey has five. Souls? I believe it was a pretty close race. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this, but I'll figure it out. All right, Kendall. i got one more on me. So this is where we're going Final one. Because I'm pretty sure it was this close. So we're going five for Mock, five for Massey, four for Kendall, four for Kyle. That's where we're going. It's from here. Pretty we haven't sure. done that many GSWD things. But the but like the game show the three part GSWD party was worth five points. Oh, it's in. Yeah, but like the, when we did the pyramid show, Kyle and I won twice, yeah. and that was and my GSWD points went to Kendall because he couldn't play. Yeah. So that got added up. You won uh, the the ones where you were at home skyping in and you got to cheat. You won a lot of points that way. Yeah, I did. 
You got all of Jameson, bro. I got the best of the pickle juice. That's all yours. Finish that pickle juice. That's, uh, excuse me. That's actually two, um, two bottles of pickle juice right there. So I believe we did the 90s and the 2000s in the NFL quiz book, correct? Yes. So we're going to do the 2010 to 2019. It should be a little bit more closely knit because all of you were watching. Is that empty? And Massey, even though you weren't watching for most of this decade, well, no, not most of this decade, probably the first four years, you became a Rams fan in 2012. No, let's see. No, in 2000, no, because 2012, you were a Saints fan. That's true. 2013. No, it was after that. It was 14 when you really started becoming a Rams fan. Give me a second. It doesn't matter. Anyway, you've done enough research on the sport to know. Jeff Fisher was the head coach of the Rams starting in 2099. Bless you. Bless you. So 2011, I was a fan of the Saints that season. Do we need the whiteboards for this? Huh? Do we need the whiteboards? Uh, No, actually, yeah. Or do you want us to put up numbers? A being one, B being two. Let's do that. I'd like you to put up the letters. All right. A, B, C. Sign language. I got you. Nope, Kyle's got it. Sign language only. All right. That's the Black Lives Matter sign language sign. No. That's a penis. That's Atlanta. <laughs> All right, so one for A, two for B. You know, if it's true, false, one, two, blah, blah. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Five, all the above. Question number one. What NFC West division team became the first ever to win a division? Oh, see, we need the whiteboards. <laughs> this isn't multiple choice. <laughs> Grab the whiteboard, Souls. Hey, so while he's handing those out, I want to read a, a funny meme that I just saw. Is that, it sports or beer related? Uh, no. But I think you'll then laugh at it. we don't care. It. No, I think you'll laugh at it. Um, there you go, Mass. Let me pull it up here. It's one of these, like, texting conversations back and forth. Get the markers too, Souls? Good. So the, the first thing says, Dude, you're never coming on my back again. I washed my hair twice. You definitely have the wrong number. So the the first person goes, "Wow, nutted in my hair and gave me a fake number." Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> That's very funny. No, no, I like the color green more than you. I don't have a marker. Yeah, can you just fucking wait? Uh, oh, oh, didn't have. <laughs> Go. All right. Mass. Have you added to the Instagram group yet? Well, you know, we should add Mass to the Instagram group. Well, it's a lot of Jeff sending us things that are on private accounts. Yeah, I follow a bunch of accounts that I never used ever again. <laughs> <laughs> you use that one all the time, though. It's one of my favorite symbols. <laughs> Tell the people what it is. It is the reverse star. <laughs> the reverse star of David. Alright, whiteboard's ready? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Waldo? Yeah. Where is Wayne? Well, on Mass is doing a little bit of recon, which is just as fun. Mass, let's just do the game. You can do that when you get I'm home in the bathroom. Go. 
Uh, who's he searching? Don't worry about it. I'm not saying that on the air. Can you write it on a whiteboard? Nope. <laughs> you know about it. I've showed you. Carla Danger. I've showed you. You didn't show me. Okay. That's correct. Yeah. Good, good follow. Stories as often as possible. Yeah. Right, number one, whiteboard's ready. What NFC West division team became the first ever to win a division with a losing record in 2010? What NFC West division team became the first ever to win a division with a losing record in 2010? Answers in five, four, three, uh, two, uh, one. Show them. Seahawks, LOL, Jmart, Seahawks, Seahawks, Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> Was that right? Yes. Well, yeah. All right, number two. That was the year they beat the Saints, right? I was at his house, but I came. <laughs> yeah, that was the year they beat the they beat the Saints. Beast uh, quick? No, 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 no. Because Beast was on the mode. In two, it wasn't there in 2010. Yes, it was. I think he was. Because that, that was when they went in seven and nine. Oh, was it that game? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. they lost to the Bears. And the Bears lost to the Packers. And you guys, the Packers, fucking beat the choked Steelers. On Bob's birthday, shout Number out two, Bob. Number two, what AFC quarterback led the NFL with 4,710 passing yards in 2010? What AFC quarterback led the NFL with 4,710 passing yards in 2010? Can you repeat that one more time? I was busy drawing something that I shouldn't have. What AFC quarterback led the NFL with 4,710 passing yards in 2010? You got answers? Five, four, three, two, one. Ben Rapster, Rivers, Brady, Peyton Manning. Correct answer was Philip Rivers. Point for Mass. No. No. Yeah, because I like Mass more. All right. He plays disc golf with me. I already played once. You played with Kyle. That's not true. You just asked me to tag along. That's not true. Yes, it is, because you guys called me while you were together and asked me to tag along. I was initially asking to go actual golfing and then uh, turn into disc golf. That's what I do, by the way. Oh, that's weird, Mass. <laughs> Did he draw a chode? He drew no, a he, chode. Drew a, he drew a anti-star oh. on the top of a star. Very talented, actually. <laughs> In the 2011 Green Bay Packers finished 15-1, and one. what AFC West team beat them? 2001. 2011. The 2011 Green Bay Packers finished 15 and 1. What AFC West team beat them? Uh, you got answers? No. Waiting on Kendall, no. as usual. No, 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 yeah, no, we got to keep it going. Four, three, two, show them. You got Chargers, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. Wow, you guys covered the spectrum. Chiefs is the correct answer. Damn it. Who is the quarterback? Alex Smith. No. No. Matt Cassidy. All right, number four. Eleven. Look it up. Find it out. Yeah, you got that computer in front of you. Number four. I I had a total of ninety-eight sacks as a linebacker for the Denver Broncos from two thousand and eleven to two thousand and eighteen. Who am I?
Answers in five, four, three, two, and one. Miller, 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 and Miller, you're all incorrect. Really? Demarcus Ware was the correct answer. No, of course it wasn't Von Miller. I was going to say Demarcus Ware. I was going to say. Mock would be a great Paul Heyman guy. That was my 14th guess. Wouldn't Mock be a great Paul Heyman guy? He would. Number five, Peyton Manning's last season as the Indianapolis Colts starting quarterback was 2010. Andrew Luck's first season as their starting quarterback was 2012. Who manned the Colts quarterback position in the season in between 2011? So who was the Colts starting quarterback in 2011? Fancy way to ask that question. We need answers in five, four, three, two, and one. All right, hold on. Put them down. I'm not even reading them. Kyle, I saw your board first. One answer. <laughs> How many names did you write? Like I, four. I thought it was answers for all of them. No, one. St- who was named the starter, which would mean to be game one starter, essentially. I got you. All right, everyone have one name on the board? Yes. Show them. Curtis Painter, Curtis Painter, Curtis Painter, Curtis Painter. Everyone gets it right. Uh, I drew a goat face. Yeah, so that's a minus one point. No, nope, we should talk about it. <laughs> talk about it all you want, you're still wrong. What did you write down as the second name? Jim Sorge and Kerry Collins. Number six, who led the NFL with 2,097 rushing yards, the second most ever in 2012? Bonus point if you know the nickname. my board and hide your board, you bitch. I saw you. I saw you. We need answers in five, four, three, two, and one. Show them. <laughs> what does that say? Uh, the real Adrian Peterson and then uh, AP. Okay. All day Adrian Peterson, CJ2K Chris Johnson, Adrian Peterson, the son slappy. Alright, so... Everybody but Kyle gets one point. It was Adrian Peterson. And Massey gets a second point because all day was his nickname. It was the Sun Slapper is what it was. <laughs> the Sun Number slapping. seven. What NFC North quarterback led, NF- led the NFL in 2012 with 435 completions and 727 passes? What year? 2012. Uh, Can I ask you a question that has nothing to do with this? Hmm. What team was it? Uh, we we should also look in NFC North, Mass. to getting new markers. To what year? Oh, I don't know. Uh, my marker's giving me some trouble here. Um, so it's about that time. I don't know where you guys land on that. Uh, but I'm, I'm having relative success, so I don't know. Yeah, but you don't know the, any better. I mean, I spend most of the weekend sniffing. So. Yeah, licking. <laughs> All right, I need answers in five, four, three, two, and one. What do we got? We got 
Aaron Rodgers, Jay Cutler, Smoking Jay. Best farmer ever. Best farmer. Kyle, that is, you should get a bonus point for that. <laughs> Cutler, question mark, and Stafford. Massey is the only one to get it correct. Do I get a bonus point? You know, yes. I was going Stafford in my head because I said, I no, was Paul's just not ex- as excited he as he would be. I panicked. If the answer was Jay Cutler. <laughs> Right, number eight, brothers Jim Harborough, San Francisco 49ers, and John Harborough, Baltimore Ravens, opposed one another as head coaches in Super Bowl 48. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to make us guess the number in Roman numerals. What's the number? Uh, XLV11, 47. 47. 47. The Harborough Bowl was the only time that has ever happened. I'm going to start this over since I fucked that up. Brothers Jim Harborough, 49ers, and John Harborough, Ravens, opposed one another as head coaches in Super Bowl 47, the Harborough Bowl, the only time that has ever happened. The Ravens won. What was the final score? A, 33-30. B, 37-34. C, 34-31. Or D, 34-30. You stop looking at my board. You can look at your board. You're a liar. You want your answers? Oh, you're a liar. What answers is this for? <laughs> All right, answers in five, four, three, two, and one. Show them up. We got D, 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 and C. Massey again with the point. Man. Massey, look at your phone for me. <laughs> All right, number nine. Cleveland Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon set an NFL record in 2013 for most receiving yards in a four-game stretch with blank from November 17th to December 8th. A, 574, B, 674, C, 774, and D, you guessed it, 874. One of those numbers popped into my head as soon as he said this question. Not saying I'm right, but... That's kind of crazy. You looking at my board again? I don't want your answers. You looking at my board again? Are you wrong? Probably. Alright. You looking at my board? Answers in five, four, three, two, and one. We got C, A, C, and C. Everybody but mock. Damn. I, I went with my gut there, Paul, because it's, I thought we were going to have to write a number, and as soon as you said it, I had 574 in my head. And then you said it. So I was like, all right, that's it. In my language, though, the A is a C, so. <laughs> number 10, who led the NFL with eight interceptions in 2013? No multiple choice? Nope. 2013, eight interceptions to lead the league. Who was it? Kyle, stop looking at my board. What the fuck, Kyle? Hey, Kyle, just so you know, Mike Scirocco. Yeah, he's hurt. Out for the season. Is he? Yeah. All right, I need answers in 5, 4, 3, and 2, and 1. 
We got Sherman Sherman. I thought I said Andrew Sherman. And Chris Harris, everybody but Kendall. It's also Chris Harris Jr., you rat. Number 11. Throw some respect. What kicker led the NFL by making 96.2% of his field goals in 2013? Was it A, Matt Prater, B, Schwan Schwiesem, C, Justin Tucker, or D, Dan Bailey? <laughs> got a bad feeling about this one. Yeah. All right, we're going to need answers in 10, 9, 8, 7, 3, 2, 1. Show them. A, D, D, and C. Massey with the correct answer. Dude, you're so cheating. How? You're a bitch. My phone's literally upside down. Number 12, the Seattle Seahawks won their first Super Bowl by beating the blank in Super Bowl 48. Massive game last week. All the harder questions were easier. This doesn't get harder as it goes. It just moves through the decade as it goes. We need answers in 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Broncos, Pats, Broncos, and Steelers. Uh, everybody but Mass and Souls. God, they lost to the Steelers. Or, uh... Yeah, I couldn't remember. All right, number Did thirteen. You put the no, I put the uh, the Steelers. Steelers. Number thirteen. In at least they played the Steelers in the Super Bowl in the last twenty years, so at least you don't like have to do private stock for that. <laughs> number thirteen. In, in honestly, they should have lost. The Steelers should have lost if the officiating was accurate, because the Steelers fucking benefited from some poor officiating in that game. Steelers really fucking stole the Super Bowl there. Right. right, Kendall, you fucking jackass. Number 13. Incorrect. In what passing gata- category did the Pittsburgh Steelers' Ben Roethlisberger lead the NFL in 2014? Actual stat- category, not rapes, mock. In what passing category did the Pittsburgh Steelers' Ben Roethlisberger lead the NFL in 2014? Uh, my marker is starting to die out, so I'm doing the best I can. Oh, just hold on, Kendall. We'll, we'll wait more time Answers for in five, four, three, two, and one. We got yards, completions, yards, and passing yards. Uh, the book just says yards, so Kendall, you are wrong. These are completion yards. Hi. <laughs> All right, and number 14. Kendall, I'll give you the point. Thanks. In 2014, New England Patriots won... Super Bowl 49, the, their first Super Bowl title in blank years. I'm sorry? What do you, what do you mean? You want me to repeat it? Yes, please. All right, the 2014 New England Patriots won Super Bowl 49, their first Super Bowl title in blank years. Oh, okay. So, like, how many years was it between Super Bowl titles? Let's get some answers in five, four, three, two, and one. 
We got 10, 10, 11, and 10. Everybody with souls. I was right. No, oh, actually, no you Kyle weren't. was right. Everybody, but every, everyone what? gets a point. That's Kyle. Yeah. Number 15. What NFC wide receiver led the NFL in 2015 with 136 receptions and 1,871 receiving yards? What was the answer to the last one, Paul? 10. Anybody need to repeat the question? Good to go in five, four, three, two, what and AFC one. What AFC wide receiver? Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson, Julio Jones, Calvin oh. Johnson. Oh. You were looking at my boards at Julio, and I was like, wait, I ain't right there. You guys are putting your boards right next to each other. Oh, I'm sorry. The correct answer was Julio Jones. Yeah. What year was he drafted? 2013. Oh, was it? 11, was 11, yeah. Number 16, Peyton Manning's final NFL game was a Super Bowl win. True or false? Answers in three, two, one. Show them. All right, everyone gets it right. Except Madison. Except Madison. Thank you, Paul. I'll give you $144 Yeah, he's not going to do that. You give me 50 bucks, but you'll give me 144 The Cleveland Browns composite <clears throat> record in 2016 and 2017 was blank. There's multiple choice here. So what was the record overall over the course of the two, th- two seasons of 16-17? 0 1-31, 2-30, and or 3-29? Kyle, stop looking at my board. Fuck you. Give me some answers in five, four, three, two, and one. We got B, B, D, and B. B is the correct answer. Hugh Jackson, baby. Actually, Kyle, I just reviewed yours. Yours looked more like a B than a D. Wasn't the only win against the Chargers, too? I think that's who they won against. It could have been. The New England Patriots recovered from a 28-3 to deficit to beat the blank in Super Bowl 51. Answers in five, four, three. Stop, two. my marker doesn't work. <laughs> Answers in marker, 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 marker. One. Atlanta Falcons. Souls. Falcon. I had Falcons. Falcons. Paul, can I just start doing that for all of Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> 19. What team did the Philadelphia Eagles defeat 41-33 to in Super Bowl 52? The Patriots, the Broncos, the Steelers, or the Ravens? I wish it was all of those teams. <laughs> Answers. Now. Uh, Pats, Pats, Pats. Souls? Stop showing it to the wall. <laughs> they can't. The Phillies are in a Kyle rolled the Steelers. All right. Worth five points. Question number 20. Look alive, Souls. Ready? Souls? Listening. Who's the greatest quarterback of all time? When Tom Brady led New England to a 13-3 victory over the Los Angeles Rams in Super Bowl 53, 
he became the only player to win six Super Bowls. With whom had he been tied at five Super Bowl wins? Five points. Five points. Tom Brady led the New England Patriots to a 13-3 victory over the Los Angeles Rams in Super Bowl 53. He became the only player to win six Super Bowls. With whom had he been tied at five Super Bowl wins? Sorry, we gave him his first and we gave him his last. He won't win anymore. That's not true. When it's five, it's a buck. That'd be that would a be awesome. Bummer. Be a real bummer. Heard it here first. He's gonna play we got answers? 70. We got answers? All right. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Show them. Charles Haley. Oh. What's that say, Kyle? Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Vinatieri. Vinatieri and Charles Haley. Charles Haley is the correct answer. Hey, is he a lineman? Yes. Yeah. I knew he was a lineman. Played for San Francisco. You can't go P. Kendall. Sorry. Sorry. All right, so Massey finishes in first place with seventeen or 22 points. Yeah, get me in baseball, Mass. Rather not, Kyle. That's what I thought. Next week, we do the 50s. <laughs> Basically, the multiple choice answers will be what it comes down to, whoever can guess right. Yep. <laughs> Every answer is Dick Lane Train. I think it was Scooter. Scooter Jeanette? Could be. I hit like four home runs in one game one time. Yeah, hasn't done much since. Doesn't matter. Still hit four <laughs> home runs in one game. It's more home runs than anybody here could hit in an entire season of softball. That's not true. Yeah, it is. I did five. Yeah, but you couldn't do it again. Especially with the weight loss. The weight loss is going to cause you to go contact. Nah. Yeah. You won't have as much oomph behind the ball. Nobody's much Pilsner or Qual pushing that ball over the, <laughs> over the fence. Bullshit. Unless you start doing the soul's drink before the game. Closing topics? I usually pitch. I can't. Anybody want to talk about anything before the show ends? Yeah, Matt cheats at everything. How do you cheat? You give him the answers. I saw the text. You want to read the text? Is it my phone? I sent you $50, so I should get money. (laughs) All right. Yeah. I'll give you $1. What? Yep. Come on uh, anybody who'd like to comment on? We got 15 minutes to go, or five minutes to go before we do beer reviews and such. Souls? That was fun, though. No, it's not. I suck at football. I only know like 2012 Steelers. Kyle, I tried to give you a lot of baseball questions. Oh my god, Mash! Don't even go. This there. isn't related to sports, but kind of. So Shane McMahon was revealed that he was going to be on Raw tonight. So Shane McMahon showed up and revealed that he will be yeah, he Shane McMahon showed up and revealed Raw Underground. The final hour of Raw will showcase WWE wrestlers fighting with no ropes. That's fucking So awesome. not in a ring, but basically just like backroom brawls. That's pretty cool. Fuck. Closing remarks? Um I'm not totally sure. Kendall. What this video is. <laughs> Mess, what did I lose to you by? Huh? What did I lose no. to you by? I don't know. Paul, 
How many behind me was Kendall? Uh, Kendall scored 17, so he lost it by five. Oh, God, I thought it was way closer. The Calvin Johnson Julio Jones really screwed me. <coughs> um, I'm trying to think what else that I really screwed up you on. Cheated. No cheated. Yeah. No, no cheating here. Your penis is small. I mean, listen, have you seen a health book? Nope. That's me. <laughs> Paul, closing remarks? No, I not much going on here. Wow. <laughs> All right, uh, beer reviews. Um, the the Stone Cold beer I thought was pretty good. Um, you know, I was kind of skeptical because a lot of times you get these gimmicky beers and they're they're not very good. But uh, I I enjoyed it a lot for you know a regular IPA that's closer to seven percent. I thought it was very drinkable, uh, good flavor profile. I would buy it again. Well, buy it. Mess. I had uh, the. <laughs> That's not very COVID friendly. Broken <laughs> Skull as well. It was an IPA. It was pretty good for what it was. A gimmicky beer. Um, then I had Coors Light. It was Coors Light. Mass Souls. Mass Souls. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Steve Austin beer. I thought it tasted. It wasn't juicy enough. Yeah, I thought it tasted kind of bland. I wait for COVID. Well, it's one of my top three favorite beers. <laughs> uh, they, I would drink it again, but it's like, it's not. Good, there's 16 more of them. It's not for me. We're drinking them all when we get home. It, it's just whatever. I think it's bland. I don't think there's anything to it. Can I come home with you? Yes. Kendall? Oh, all right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I forgot you had a second beer. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ken. No, Kyle, no, shut no, the fuck up no, and no, review no, the on, second don't beer. Do that. He didn't know you had a second I come forgot on. you had a different beer. Kyle, shut the fuck up and talk. Not what my husband says that to me. You di- you divorced him, so he's not your husband anymore. This is yeah. true, Kyle. That's right, you married Matt Layton, so fucking do it. Ooh. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> do it. Nope. Come on. If you don't you, do it, you guys you, have consider this an email chain. Pickle, if you don't do it, the Phillies will have bad luck. They were good. Picklebacks were good. Oh yeah, picklebacks. And how was your good. second beer? That's it. It was better than the first by a lot. What would you have, Kyle? Neon lights. Where is that Kendall, from? If you make this a deal about an email chain, Rebecca's going to do it. Yeah, she posts it. Jesus is watching you. <laughs> Say amen now. My name is Kathy. I don't go on Facebook for any reason. Kathy Reed. That's who you married. Kathy Reed. I began How does the, that make you feel? I don't feel anything. Uh, I have. <laughs> Man, you left your own joke and no one else laughs. It's a real bummer. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I had the El Segundo Steve Austin's Broken Skull Abia. I actually did enjoy it. Um, it, it. It's not special, in my opinion, anyway, but... It was tasty, it was easy to drink, and it was kind of kind of perfect for especially tonight. So, Riddler, much appreciated. Thank you so much. No problem. I went and kind of just a random picked. I saw Thimble Island, and I was like, oh, we've been there, and I've got the Dry Hop Pilsner. I've never had it, to my knowledge. It's got a lighthouse on it. Uh, it's actually surprisingly good, 4.5%. I spent 12 bucks on a four-pack. It's funny, as you drink it, you kind of get a crisp, like, lemon taste. Oh. And it kind of mellows out. Um, actually, it's it's pretty good. It's 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 kind of like a normal like crushable beer. It's it's uh, with a it's not not summary is not the right word, but uh, refreshing is the right word. So, Thimble Island, it's good for you. Rat, what would you give it out of five? I'll give it 
three and a half stars absolutely would get again. Which one? Well, well oh, that was my bad. Uh, I will give Broken Skull, I will give it 4.1 stars uh, absolutely again. Thimble Island, three and a half stars uh, absolutely again. I hope in your book you shade in 4.1 stars. You know what? My book is complete as of last week. I don't have another book. Why didn't Good you announce you. that? I said it last week. No, you didn't. I think he did. Why didn't you? you want to, so, there's fucking like five books. Where's the other books? Use them. I, been, I, I finished my book like fucking three months ago and went into well, a new book. Well, well, didn't wasn't you taking the other book, the completion of all the books? No, I bought, uh, no, because I bought a book for Kyle, Mock, and Jeff. I bought five books. Oh, well, I gotta find Jeff's book or Mock's book because I took Kyle's book. How's it going, Mock? You've been here every week. Where's your book? You know, look at me. My book is where you put it. I drank no, a rat. no, I drank no. three of the uh, Steve Austin Broken Skull IPAs. Um, I'm actually a pretty big fan. Um, IPAs kind of like have been burned out for me. Like the juicy ones I can drink. Although I think maybe due to the heat down here, like I've been doing a lot of IPAs this summer. Um, been trying to like give it another go. I'm definitely kind of getting burned out on them. But this was nice to take a step away from that juicy like tropical haze kind of thing. Um, I'd give it four stars, would get again. Um, I'm gonna have to get it again. Oh. Um, don't really have much of a choice. But, um, no, I, I liked it a lot. As Mox said, you know, these gimmicky beers can be kind of whatever at some points in time. But, you know, I mean, I think it's fair to say that if, if, if anyone's gonna, if anyone's gonna buy into a craft beer brand, they're gonna make sure it's good. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin, the, the beer drinking gunslinger of WWE. So, uh, kudos to him. Can I uh, can I go around the around the table real quick? Yeah, we up? uh we got brand new private stock this week. We oh, kind of yeah, did yeah. a draft thing. Yeah, Paul, so everyone's how's yours? Different... So mine's actually kind of exactly what I went for. It's uh everyone take a sip of your private stock before you review it. Hey, around the horn. No, no, that's not around the horn. Not yet, so, not yet. Wait till you review. On the smell, I still get that jalapeno margarita. Okay, that's pretty much all I smell when I when I take the whip. And I'm drinking out of that jalapeno margarita bottle, so that might be why. We all are. But hold on. On the sip, it's exactly what I want it to be. It's it's kind of like burns up front, but it smooths out quick, very citrusy. Because I I tried to do that old fashioned style type of type of thing. The one thing I was missing from it. Was the booziness definitely comes from the 99 Long Island iced tea, but I really wanted to get the. Uh, there was only one thing that eluded me in the draft. I really wanted to get the. Uh, where's the. Uh, did I not write it down on here? You could have had the coffee. Hold on, please. You have the picture. No, no, no it's the picture. The, uh, the list of everybody? Yeah. Put it somewhere. Did you throw it away? Well, I think I did. Paul is currently uncrumpling. Yeah, so I got the lemon drop from Dr. McGillicuddy's, the Maker's Mark, the Deep Eddy, Deep Eddy Orange, Ahsoka 100, and then I had to pick the uh, Long Island Iced Tea as my last pick, and I got the Smirnoff Root Beer, which I traded with Kyle for the Maple Bacon, which I then flipped for the uh, Honey. So, which was a pretty solid move. Uh, realistically, looking at it now, I should have tried to swap the root beer for the Jim Beam Peach. Uh, that would have really rounded this out perfectly uh, and kept the uh, the proofage down. But pretty big fan, Mass. What do you think? So, Mass, you had the uh, 
the vodka, the vodka tequila mix. Uh, you had the Contessa rum on my own mistake. Sorry about that. 99 Coconut Smirnoff Apple Amsterdam 100 Proof Vodka and the Kinky Pina Colada Vodka. So, what I was trying to do with this is just go pretty much pure vodka and tequila and just get a lot of fruitiness in it to make it go down a little bit easier. Um, the Riddler's on mission. He gave me the wrong thing. So, I got a little bit of rum in there. <coughs> <coughs> oh, master the best. the wrong pipe. <coughs> You shouldn't be smoking while you do the review. <coughs> it's good, though. <coughs> Alright, so, Mock, uh, one of the uh, <coughs> members of the, the fuck-up I did, he had the UV Blue, the uh, Serpent's Bite Apple Whiskey. Um, instead of the Contessa, he had the Red, White, and Blue Smirnoff. The Peanut Butter Whiskey, the Pink Whitney, which I believe is a pink lemonade vodka from New Amsterdam. And the hundred proof uh, defrost cinnamon schnapps. So you gotta take a, you gotta take a sip on uh, the air. Oh, I just did. Oh, um, it. it's interesting. The only flavor I get is <laughs> like nothing that's described. <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it's 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 almost like a fruit snack. So you like it? I mean, I, I wouldn't say I like it. It's all right. Do you can finish it for the end of the end of the month. Maybe. It's not even a pint. That's not even. That's not. Uh, that's a no. What he said. That that's a. Uh, all right, souls. You had the <laughs> Jägermeister, the Jim Beam Peach, the Doer's White Label, the Smirnoff Root Beer, the Smirnoff Espresso, and the regular Southern Comfort. All I taste is coffee. <laughs> so you hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Will it be gone within the month? Yeah. All right. Kyle, let me see your process Take a sip. Quick. Well, I was going to take a sip. I'm going to take a sip. I'm going to throw up on Kendall. All right, it's cool. Ooh. All right, and uh, Baron Red, you had the Beefeater Strawberry Gin, New Amsterdam Grapefruit Vodka, the Smirnoff Cucumber Mint Vodka, Soko 100 Proof, the... Uh, b- 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 the maple bacon liqueur and the uh, Burnett's pink lemonade vodka. It's very tolerable. It's very drinkable. Um, you would have said that with any of that's that. That's not true. It's not true. Uh, to me, this tastes a lot like uh, jelly beans that you've had for a very long time. Um, and you know that's not necessarily a bad thing. But, um, so if you if you substituted one of your things for a Jaeger, you would have had like black jelly beans. Yeah, I think so. Because you have generally so. pretty sweet stuff. Yeah. You want mine? Kyle, let me take a sip of yours real quick. So I, I got a slight burn. Which do a I, swap sip. Swap sip. You're going to do a swap sip. I think the burn for me is from the SoCo. Oh, unfriendly sip. But otherwise, I'm actually, I'm very satisfied. This will be completed. All right. Mark, where can they find us? Be sure to find us on Facebook nope. and Instagram <laughs> at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's making your own private stock draft. Or saying no. Or, or using your headphones. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. He's uh, playing the Stone Cold theme song. Be sure to find us on... Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, the Lieb Sports Network, Spreaker, 
Spreaker, and here every Monday night on the PPRN radio network. And on Spreaker. Be sure to check out when's actually Kendall is Peter still doing a show? He is from Chicago. He's out in Chicago right now training for his job. So uh, he'll be coming, uh, videoing in. I'll be running the board for him. How does he get these jobs? I've never seen where they're like, hey, come work for us and uh, we're going to fly you around. The guy has a very versed uh, resume. So he, he has his uh, has his druthers. Is a yeah. word, but it's good enough. Also, I debuted on the Four Live Crew on last night. Cool. Oh, well, I thought you'd be more excited for me. Why? I don't, I don't care. Know. Didn't say anything. I didn't say a lot. But you know what? Screw you guys for not supporting me. You could have came disc golfing. Yeah, and real golfing. Wasn't invited. See, but anyways, anyways, what shows are on? <laughs> Secret hangout. Yep, there you go. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, make sure to tune in to all the great shows on the PPRN Radio Sports. I nope. think we didn't throw out PPRN Radio out. Network, uh, especially GSWD, Getting Special Drunk Live on Spreaker and the PPRN Radio Network Mondays from 8.30ish to 11.30ish. Um, next week, we are going to have a fun game show named Pend. We'll see you next week. I haven't figured out what I want to name it yet, but it's going to be rough. Probably not the best thing to do during a weight loss challenge, but we're doing it anyway. <laughs> And, it's a perfect uh, thing for weight loss challenge. We're going to throw up and lose weight. Yeah, there's going to be throw up. There's going to be a lot of it. I, I already bought personal buckets for everybody. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be some throw up. But until the throw up, I'm your host is Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mark. Sheen Washable. Nope. Yep. I'm Mark nope. Sheen Washable. Nope. Nope. Yep, 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 yep. You have to say more nope than I said yups. No, you have to say more nope than I said yups. No, 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 Spider Man's gay. No, 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 and the rats Baron. Yeah.